you guys see that a uh, cup of noodles is making a caffeinated gamer flavor? I didn't. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I did not know you could caffeinate noodles. <laughs> you can caffeinate anything if you try hard. Yeah, I, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> what modern science can do and can do for us. Yeah, I don't actually know what flavor it is besides caffeine. Did it say? I think it's chicken. Okay. Well, maybe they'll make a uh, a vegetarian. It's less. It's for- less ambitious than the breakfast cup of noodles they made last year. Well, they made breakfast cup of yeah, noodles. That they, actually sounds way more appetizing. It was, they they were uh, no, it was sausage maple, uh, just mushy chunks of pancake. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds. What happened to it? That actually does. Sound, I like. I would try. Yeah, it. but that doesn't sound like it's for gamers. Well, let's take it. Let's play a game called "What Happens to Every Product That Comes Out That's Limited Edition." Oh, stun food. They don't actually make it. Well, no, well, they send it to. That's one option, but you're wrong. Oh. The other option is it comes out in limited quantities. People buy pallets of it and then they sell it on eBay. So then oh. instead of paying eighty cents to a dollar fifty for a cup noodle, you pay ten. Hey, now you can get Prime anywhere. Remember the fervor when that first uh Yeah. Yeah. I think that was mostly Europe though, where they were like fighting. Yeah, I remember seeing those pictures and it's like, Man, you guys are <laughs> dumb. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be even worse this time around because all those people that are reselling it. They know that gamers are money pigs. They'll know that they can charge top dollar for gamer shit, and they'll buy them. How long do they have till it expires? Right, but it's a joke product. Can they put a like a waifu like, figure in the bottom of the cup so then it's like a gotcha thing too? When you get Wait, down to the, we should yeah, cut that? you scan the QR code yeah. and you get uh, the cup noodle outfit for your yeah. Genshin Impact yeah. character. Yeah, stop giving them ideas. Yeah, these are too close. To Don't help. put gotcha in my cup noodle. <laughs> uh huh. Welcome back, folks. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good time to start as any. Uh, now, now, we've already covered the demises of once legendary American gaming publishers Acclaim and THQ, but today it's time we tackle what uh, many would call the third pillar of that trifecta, Midway. Um, whether you know them from the arcade or at home, Midway was an absolutely killer company that brought us the likes of everything from Defender and Joust and Gauntlet in the early 80s to Mortal Kombat and NBA Jam and NFL Blitz in the 90s. So what happened that caused them to go ass up? Those titles were huge. Well, a shifting market combined with poor financial decisions were the primary culprits as per usual, though we want to get deeper than that, really break it down for you guys, uh, as well as celebrate the history together of an extensive catalog of landmark releases that touched us, like each of us at some point. This and follow where many of their best franchises went by the end. Um, this is Hot Button. That's Fuse, who's whining on the floor there. <laughs> uh, I'm Randall Petrus. Um, here, as always, with uh, Austin Blakesley. Toasty. <laughs> also joining us are Sean Chambers. Toast. Oh, okay. <laughs> you ran it first. Okay. And Matt Nudaboom. Zug, zug. <laughs> yeah. Who's ready to get retro? Talking old I school. Hate, I hate retro games. Anything I- made... <laughs> Before 2020, yuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I went through a gaming, phase where I was like... Gaming has gotten like so much better Yeah, since the pandemic. I can't turn my brain back in time, so mm-hmm. I can't Can you enjoy imagine? that shit Austin, the same way. Austin, you're all <laughs> breaking my heart. Austin, there was a time oh, yeah. where you had to like literally just play the game for progress. Like, I can't stand that. I just like want to pay something. I just want to pay the game so I can just boost my progress. It's just really, it's such a time saver for me. Wait, you don't put, like, every time you boot up the NES, you don't just shove a dollar in there? No. I think someone tried to make a peripheral for it, but, you know. <laughs> hey, it, that, it had a sewing machine peripheral and a, and a uh, player keyboard. 
piano. That's actually, I did not know either of those things. Yeah. yeah. That's actually very impressive. <laughs> uh, All right. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, Midway Manufacturing, as it was first called, was founded out of Franklinville Park, Illinois in 1958 by Henry Ross and uh, Marcine Wolverton. Uh, they specialized in coin-op amusement park attractions, uh, your crane games and what have you. Uh, business was described as fairly steady over the next decade as they supplied uh, equipment to carnivals and uh, assisted with the production of hardware. Uh, by 1969, their independent success caught the attention of Bally Manufacturing, a top dog provider of pinball and slot machines since 1932. Uh, they were based in Chicago, and uh, after a stint of constructing ammunition and airplane parts during World War II, were interested in getting back to their roots. Um, <laughs> their pockets were heavy. <laughs> they had that World War II money, you know. That reminds me of, uh, I was reading an article called, like, the all the companies you don't know are weapons manufacturers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a, like an old joke in The Simpsons where there was a like an uh, an Intel inside on like a nuclear warhead. But yeah. like that's there's like Samsung torpedoes. You know, you that know those ball jars that are very popular now. People like drink out of them. Ball yeah, jars. The, the jam jars that have the lids, the oh, two yeah, piece yeah, lids yeah. that you can seal. Mm-hmm. So the company Ball that makes ball jars sold Ball, the jar company Lockheed and Martin to to another company so that they could fund <laughs> weapons manufacturing. So they make weapons now. Man, that's is there a crossover? That's in that quite skill an evolution. <laughs> yeah, where's the middle Pokemon uh, in this three stage? I don't know. You make like air jet glass or whatever. <laughs> well, they they didn't a lot want of glass and weapons. A lot of people in the South would benefit from a ball jar that is bulletproof. <laughs> Fun fact: you can make weapons out of ball jars. You just throw a bunch it's of gun like a Molotov. <laughs> you just throw a bunch of gunpowder and nails into it. That's what the Last oh, of Us did. Yeah. yeah. No, you just fill. You just fill it with gasoline and uh, yeah. And a, yeah, and a wick and a wick. That's mm-hmm. all you need. Yeah. Well, they didn't. They didn't want to craft actually, uh, weapons no more. It's actually <laughs> so. how Yankee Candle makes most of their money. It's like they just take the. They just have all the wicks in the jars and they just replace it with napalm and then uh, they they sell them. They sell them to Africa. <laughs> this man's just like I'm bored of war. Let's go back to video games. Yeah. <laughs> and this was uh, especially when their then president passed away, all where their parent group, Lion Manufacturing, began to face bankruptcy. Uh, thus, they bought themselves back and needed uh, fresh face partners to acquire. One, of course, being Midway. I think he got his balls caught in a jar. That's why I think he passed away. <laughs> He's like, I don't get my company. That's why they call it ball <laughs> yeah, jar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Also, I don't get it. Randy, I feel like this is also World War II is the era where uh, companies could, you know, they could dedicate their manufacturing to weapons, but they had to face the reality that eventually the war would end and their services no longer need. And they couldn't uh, just bummer, say, friend. well, <laughs> uh, yeah, before the before the modern uh, defense. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, industry. see what what you do we'll when, that, when you do when that happens is that you use the money you made during the one war. Yeah, to fund another one. Yeah, the next to one. To fund a bunch of politicians to start another yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> Wait. No, this was an era before people, they had discovered uh, this lever you could pull and just mm-hmm. be like, what if the war doesn't have to end? <laughs> no, they're not wars anymore. They're called police actions. Yeah. Totally different. They pick no, up the phones. Yeah. Pick up the phone. What do you mean the war is ending? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Everybody's making so much money. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go back to making sewing machines. People don't even sew anymore. <laughs> I got so many kids in this sweatshop that nobody knows about. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? 
After a few years of making mechanical uh, arcade cabinets such as uh, puck bowling and uh, Wild West-style BB Dude, gun booths. Puck bowling rules. It is. Mm-hmm. It, puck bowling does rule. Yeah. It, in 1973, they officially transitioned into the field of interactive entertainment, uh, this starting with a close alliance to Japanese video game publisher Taito, who would regularly license their product uh, for distribution uh, in the United States. The drum guys. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the drunk guys. <laughs> I know you get into it, but didn't we brought up Midway before because mm-hmm. they did uh, Miss Pac-Man. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, th- then the getting was Check good. Check out the Miss Pac-Man episode the, the, for more. Yes, please. Um, with their only rival essentially being Atari, uh, speaking of. Um, but then in 1978, something epic would drop. Something the likes of which this industry had never seen before. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> 1978. <laughs> Goddamn Space Invaders. 1978. What did they? What did oh, they? Oh, ne- right. Space Invaders was Taito. Yeah. What was it like? The, something never. What the the Intel 7080 chip or something <laughs> like that? What came out in 1978? Space Invaders. Space Invaders. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the monumental pixel shooter that struck nearly instant critical and commercial acclaim. No, wait a second. Wait a second. 78. You're talking about the home console version of Space no. Invaders. Uh, just no, point up. Yeah. I did. I. You know what? I did not know. Old? I did not know. I didn't know Space Invaders came out that late compared to because mm. uh, Pong was seventy two. So it's yes, like so yeah. six years after Pong was was the arcade version of Space Invaders. Yes, correct. Yeah. That actually is way later than I expected. Some downtime. Man. <laughs> kind of funny because no, spa- Space Invaders was like the start. That's what the, you of said the it mania, yeah. and then the mania died down in like the the crash when the NES yeah, came out in the mid eighties. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think Space Invaders was then just government propaganda getting us ready for current day. Yeah, they were training soldiers to fight off <laughs> space force <laughs> I everything. I, I mean, we uh, it's just crazy how much is coming out. I about, retract just instinctively agreeing with you before I <laughs> yeah. hear the punchline. You know yeah, you know what? If it's like war games, yeah. <laughs> If Space Invaders was seventy eight, I would say that is probably the demarcation point. You said that is kind of what kicked off like the the arcade, you know, yeah, mania. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably we the covered mo- it. Yeah. Space Invaders led to Pac Man, led to Miss Pac Man, you know, led to a bunch of other led shit. To ET, led to ET, led to, to Aliens Are Real, led to led to. <laughs> hey, you all reading my script? This is my job. <laughs> so, no, I just know things. <laughs> if that's the case, I'm willing to bet then then Space Invaders is the the milestone point for the second gen. Of uh, games because the first gen would be seventy two to seventy eight, and I guess you know that's, that's the proto. I still consider yeah, generation one. I would one say at like, Gen one, yeah. I would say that Pong and Asteroids were yeah. like every the, when there's a like fir- the when there's a proto. first of something, it's an anomaly. It's not yeah. until it actually right. inspires more. So in in the span of just four years, Space Invaders accumulated three point eight billion in revenue and four hundred and fifty million in raw profit, and that isn't even adjusted for inflation. Oh, that was what I, that was my first question. Yeah. <laughs> like this was definitely the highest grossing tech product of all time back then. Its influence is undeniable and it truly helped expand the entire concept of gaming to what it is now. Depends what you define by tech product. The car was pretty successful. Did, did entertainment. Okay. okay, you sorry. can make a car entertaining. <laughs> like a GTA, there's a whole game based around it. Yeah. Garnering a whole new audience to the art form and ushering in an era of what many fans label the quote golden age of the arcade. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. The craze then continued two years later into 1980 when a former topic would do the impossible and dethrone its number one spot in the hearts of enthusiasts everywhere. 
Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't have to say anyone care to guess? Um, and that's right. Our favorite uh, hungry yellow circle slash smash character, Pac-Man, saw its <laughs> glorious launch in, Nor- in the North Americas, thanks to our fine friends at Midway and their collaboration with Namco. And what can we say about Pac-Man that already hasn't been said before? We did an yeah. episode. Go yeah. listen to yeah. it. It yeah. slaps, and it ain't no Miss Pac-Man. No, no. Miss Pac-Man's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, still often referred to as one of the greatest classics ever, Plus, it too raked in billions, which is funny when you hear about uh, how low the expectations were prior to its debut. Uh, see, initially, they only manufactured about uh, 5,000 Pac-Man calves. Uh, that was until the sensation grew nationwide. In its first week alone, it pulled in over 8 million bucks. It was beating Asteroids. It was beating the Star Wars New Hope game. Uh, fucking, they left to get uh, 100,000 more units assembled. Um, not to mention, the Avatar himself soon rose to become the figurehead of the hobby pre-Mario. Um, you know, like the, the face of games. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. we're not even going to get into the merch and the Saturday morning animation. And, mm-hmm. But uh, however, the, the irony of Midway backing its quote unquote unofficial and frankly better sequel is amusing considering the clusterfuck that, you know, Austin spoke extensively on in that in that previous episode. Eight million in its first week. Check it out. You said, right? I'm sorry? Eight million in its first week. Uh, Yes. And yep. that 70... And that's on 5,000 machines. 1980. 80, yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of quarters. That's, also, <laughs> I, also, I will just say that is Some eight. might say 32 million quarters. <laughs> <laughs> that's quick math. <laughs> that's I mean, so heavy. That's a lot of money for an arcade game in the 80s. Like, for a game, like a video game to pull in that much money, it's yeah. like, that's that's monumental. Yeah, considering, as you said, it's like the people paid in quarters. Yeah. That's $8 million in quarters. Yeah. <laughs> they got to dump and count all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, they had hit after fucking hit, and nothing could stop them. I mean, this was the chapter of their past that also included loads of other notable releases. There was Galaga, Tron, Burger Time. In 1982, Midway was rebranded as Bally Midway following a merge of the latter's pinball division, which uh, you can see on the side of the machines for things like Tapper and Spy Hunter. Wait, um, is that like Bally's, like, casinos? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. Used, they used to have a pinball... Yeah, they, had a they huge... used to make pinball machines that they sold that to Midway. Yeah, and, and then, then they just made the board and, and they spun they it. Just made... And they took the ball and they yeah. went. <laughs> They're like, Roulette. what if <laughs> they just made casinos and yeah. and like gym equipment? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, all all uh, slot machines—they're glorified arcade cabinets now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and and now they're a lot of them are tied to like some. Intellectual yeah. property. Arguably ruining more lives than video games. The sex, That's true. The Sex in the City ideas. slot machine rules. <laughs> it's one of my favorite games of all time. So, uh, also, uh, is that does that technically make them the first game company to discover that there's more money in gambling than video games? Because let's face it, more... Probably. Yeah, more more companies have gone to join them. Who, Bally? Yeah. Bally, yeah. 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 No, I don't think they're the first. No, but they're one of maybe, them. But they've got to be one of the biggest. There's maybe. a lot. Yeah, there's whole companies in other well, countries because too. video games at that point was still very, very young. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like they well, might they, have been they the first. They were afraid it was probably like a trend. And yeah, and it, yeah. I mean, that's the saying. It's like but gamb- many, gambling is forever. How, how many game companies were there before then that also decided to switch over into gambling? There's there can't be that many before Konami. Yeah, but that was after, that was after most after. recently. Yeah, <laughs> most recently, yeah. Sega at one point did. And then, right, I guess this I. Now I'm thinking about it. Slot machines weren't digi- like digital. They didn't have a screen. No, they were mechanical. They were yeah. mechanical, so. Probably less uh, cheating. Right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you can make a lot more money off a digital slot machine. You can program that bitch and never hit the jackpot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, by 86, you had the original Rampage, 
Um, in 88, Bally Midway, along with Williams Electronics, the actual people behind Defender and Joust and all that. Um, also, Sinistar and Robotron. Um, I know it was a tad facetious in that opener there, but uh, they were purchased by Nevada Holdings Company, uh, WMS Industries. Uh, their banner was reverted to Midway Manufacturing, and their headquarters was then moved to the Windy City uh, into Williams' offices, uh, despite um, WMS incorporating them as a Delaware studio, presumably for... Tax purposes. Tax purposes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no other company does that, by the way. No one, no one incorporates in Delaware. Uh, also, I will say Sinistar, probably one of my favorite arcade machines. Yeah? I love Sinistar. Is that the... Uh, I'm, I'm confusing that with Robotron, because it doesn't... Or, uh, or no, not Robotron. Because uh, Sinistar talks to you, right? Yes. It was that one of the first big... That's the one I'm thinking Sinistar of? Sinistar is the one where you're in... It's like a, you're in a spaceship, and it's like a kind of a top-down view, and you have to kill enough enemies, and then Sinistar shows up. And what I love about it is, A, yes... Sinistar talks to you in this very, you know, gravelly voice, but also it's right. like a boss fight. That, but that's not the one with Evil Otto, right? I don't what think am so. I thinking of? No, I think Evil Otto is Robotron. That is Robotron? No, what? no it's Berserk. Berserk. Shit. Uh, yeah. I do remember the face on Robotron, the big... Yes. Yeah. I feel like you would know the answer to this, Randy. Um, what's the name of the fortune telling machine in Big? Oh, uh, Zoltar. Zoltar. Okay. Yeah. Sinistar, Zoltar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My brain latched on that. Uh, they did retain a significant uh, uh, portion of the R&D staff, but only a mere two designers, uh, creators of the aforementioned Rampage, Brian Collin and Jeff Newman. Uh, or is it Jeff... Nu- I said Newman. It might be Nauman. N-A-U-A-M-A-N. But uh, also yeah. taken was the rights to Bally's back library as their mission appeared to shift over more to... Casino focused. Uh, no man. Endeavors. <laughs> no man. No man. No man. From Georgia. No man. No man. Product launches trucked on into the nineties as they were formally absorbed with Williams. Uh, there was Total Carnage, uh, the Terminator Two rail shooter. Oh, um, hold on, real quick. I thought that transition was so seamless. I thought that merging was Total Carnage. <laughs> I thought you were about to explain how it was like. These it was com- Total Carnage. Uh, continue. Um, the, that famous uh, Adams Family pinball table was them. Oh. Yeah, the, the best-selling yeah. one what of about, its kind. Yeah. Yeah. What about the machine where you hold the things and Fest Uncle Fester shocks you? <laughs> was <laughs> that Bally yeah. Midway? The yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was... Um, they still do the, like, the yeah. have things I don't like think that? you can hurt kids anymore. Oh, that's no fun. <laughs> okay, yeah. they, they gotta learn Society some sucks. way that the stove is hot. I need yeah. to track yeah. down this pinball machine okay when uh when i was a kid and we went to bell's lake you know yeah that's right around the corner for me they was had it cooler a, than my haunted house uh table uh well oh my ready God, here, you you this, that was gottlieb shut up it about was gottlieb. it so ready here, listen to this okay because yeah possibly actually you know what you're the three floor one was pretty cool yeah, but it was the thing they said going for it, okay so at bell's lake inside of like just an old tool shed they started putting arcade machines obviously me and chris spent way too much time in there but mm. There was a pinball machine. I don't remember what it was called, but it was like jungle themed. But the thing that made it unique is that you could get the ball up into the backboard of the pinball oh, machine. Oh, and then it, you played it vertically. Yeah, you played and it yeah, vertically. Yes, and, I've and seen that. Of course, me and Chris were never good at pinball and we never got up there. But we one time watched a guy who was so good at it just get like absolutely, and it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea what the name of that pinball machine is anymore. Pinball machines are wild. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, I remember it just very distinctly it was like jungle themed. It was like jungle adventure, like Congo sort of thing. You remember the one that we saw on the Atari 50? It was uh, Atari made one, and the but the balls... The, where instead of the metal, they were um, pool. They were a uh, pool size. It, oh, was, it wow. was called like Jeez. Hercules or something Yo, like that. You know where right? you can find that right now, right? You can oh, go right. to you can go to Hershey Park where they they've got have, one. They've got one. Yes. Also, the, also it was like the size of this room. Yeah, it was. J- it was ma- well because they were pool balls. Like yeah. it was like 
It was probably the, the, the machine had to, to the the, fit. the actual like uh, uh paddles were like the size of like your arms. Arms, right? yeah. It was like yeah. It was it was fun for the novelty, but apparently uh, it wasn't that well, fun to play. Well, the thing is, that the exciting thing about pinball is like it's very fast. Uh, pool cues don't roll that fast. Yeah, yeah. it's it's basically like imagine just like watching a ball go up and then slowly roll back down. <laughs> they don't and, roll uh, quickly. So here's where our our tail, uh, shall I say, gets a little bloody, if you will. Uh, now, I am going to attempt to keep the section relatively brief, as the subject has been covered on our show before long ago, numerous, probably numerous times. Uh, but as Midway was in search to scout talent and new IP, they tasked programmer legend Mr. Ed Boone and uh, badass comic book artist John Tobias to create a violent fighting title that could compete with Capcom's baby Street Fighter 2. He's still so cool. Like, very socially <laughs> yeah, awkward. Absolutely. You can You can tell he's uncomfortable giving presentations, but, like... Every time you see him, it's an unforgettable. Boone was on a hot ones. Yeah, uh, that's so, yeah. that was awesome. You know, yeah. Up until now, I did not know Tobias's first name. Uh, John. Oh, Tobias. really? Yeah, I, yeah. I knew Ed Boone, but I, I never knew. I don't know John Tobias. Yeah, because <laughs> you're just thinking of Cybot. Yeah, because that's all. Because yeah, because you it's Noob easy to remember Cybot. Noob Cybot. Yeah. Uh, the short version is that they fucking did it, obviously. And in yeah. 1992, Mortal Kombat was born, a forever staple of Midway. Uh, uh, so as our guys would handle the arcade side of things, Acclaim was in charge of the home market. Another connection. Uh, we're chock full of them. Uh, the live action photographs and martial arts driven tournament to the death vibed hard with gamers and critics across the globe. Although unsurprisingly, less so with parents, advocacy groups, and, uh, and of course, Senator Jolie. The government. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, just cause I'm not. Particularly the cartoonishly gory end of match yeah. fatality. Right. Just cause I'm not as familiar Street Fighter, did they have a cabinet for their game prior to Mortal Kombat? Yeah, yes. Street Fighter 1 did. Okay, Street Fighter so 1 came out in the late 80s, 2 came out like... We just right talked about this before, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> right before, and you like just, a year before Mortal Kombat. And we flash forward, we're at 92, you said right now? Uh, yeah, well, we're about to go into 90, uh, the year after. because So their wallets may not have been affected, but the ensuing controversy and damage control mm -hmm. would land representatives in con uh, uh, congressional hot seats for several months during... Uh, 1993 and 94. <laughs> Lawyers' fees. Something that video game companies will become more familiar with as time goes on. Mm -hmm. and, th and this all while the threat of regulation loomed heavy over dev teams and publishers alike. Yes. And who else Who else was at that uh, senator? Oh, did you get to that yet? Uh, I mean, it, it was all your your, your characters. Yeah. There, there's, uh, I mean... On the on the game side or on the uh, on the game the side. side, yeah. Well, you know Howard Lincoln and um, and uh, who was the the from Sega? I forget his name. Yeah, no, but who was thinking? Check of... out check out our talks. The, the twelve different episodes. Yeah, we have tech, about that. check out our three parter on the Supreme Court case. Yeah, or not the Supreme Court, the hearings, and then our other three parter on the Supreme Court hearings about violence in video games, and then our two-parter on Night, Night Trap. Trap yeah. Yes, I was about to say, who else was there? Because <laughs> this I, was, we, 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 were, we were joking about this last night, how that's like everything funnels back everything to this very singular back. moment. Yes, mm -hmm. so much of video game history. Yeah. Like it, everything, all of video game history like funnels in and then spiders out away from this court hearing, it seems like. Night yeah. Trap will never be on a Nintendo platform. Yeah. So <laughs> I was going to say, who else was there besides the Mortal Kombat people, but just a, 
a relatively, you know, a relatively small producer of a game called Night Trap <laughs> that it caught people's attention. Uh, Sega. You, yeah. <laughs> and if you would like to, we, yes, we have a, a two-parter episode on that. That game is delightful. It so is. If you want to hear more Wonderful. about these hearings and everything. Mortal Kombat, also delightful. Yes. I just remember. In a different way. I just remember <laughs> a guy with a funny name and he was a stuffy fuck, so. That's that all there was I a remember. lot of stuffy fucks yeah. in the room. Joe Lieberman, <laughs> yeah. Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Howard Lincoln, pretty yeah. stuffy fuck. <laughs> Thankfully, after much deliberation, uh, primarily on uh, MK Lethal Enforcers and wacky fun topic Night Trap, an agreement on both fronts was found and the Entertainment Software Ratings Board, or ESRB, was formed to take care of any future issues relating to explicit content in the media. Smooth sailing through Gompsies, <laughs> the ESA. Uh, also, for more on that, please listen to our various trilogies on the matter. It is probably, as, as you said, Matt, one of the most, if not the most important story in yeah, gaming history. No, it is, yeah, it's a yeah. landmark. It is, yes. Yeah, and tune into our update where I'm sure we'll probably talk about how this year, school shootings were probably also blamed on video games at one point uh, or another. Yeah, it never ends. I mean, yeah. essentially, it was just like that. that, that moment is probably the milestone of transition into modern gaming as we know mm-hmm. it, like the modern gaming landscape before that it was just a bunch of it was just a bunch of fucks in like you know just making games out of like garages what's, or whatever what's funny about midway is that they also like mk like hogged the spotlight over their own uh narc which was the same year like yeah. williams and them but um anyway the, the partnership with the claim to split the work down the middle with arcades versus uh console editions stayed strong it's open season NBA Jam, Mortal Kombat 2, uh, that stupid Aerosmith light gun game, Revolution X. (laughs) Stupid? I've (laughs) never even heard of it. Never even heard of it. Real dumb. What if you could play a light gun game with a cursor (laughs) on a bad controller while Aerosmith blasts in the background? Eh? Uh, I got nothing What if I were to tell you that there's titties in it? Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but there's also Steven Tyler in it, so. You know what? You know what? Packed it up as a uh, packed it up as a like a, a physical media anniversary release, and then double charge me double for what it originally cost, and yeah, I'll probably buy ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then yeah, come with like a fake signed uh, scarf. Yeah, yeah, scarf. <laughs> or no, it can't just be one. It's got to be like ten. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's like a like a bunch a col- of a bunch of rings and necklaces and shit. A collapsible mic stand. Signed copy of Aerosmith on DVD. <laughs> and his shit underwear. Or not Aerosmith, uh, Armageddon. Because he's geriatric at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Dumping they, on stage. The, their bonds with other industry giants would grow too. Uh, a relationship was built with Nintendo to give us uh, Killer Instinct and Cruisin' USA. Um, however, there was more cash to be made with these when it became more and more apparent that platforms in the living rooms weren't just to be a trend. You know, it's a... They've they've proven it the, themselves. It's no fad. Um, see, up until uh, here, all of their output to engage with that demographic was through ports. Um, why contract what you could do in-house? This was when in April of 1994, um, uh, WMS, Midway's uh, daddy, acquired Trade West, a studio run out of Texas since the mid-'80s who assisted in uh, translating over Double Dragon, Battletoads, and Super Off-Road to places like the NES, Super NES, Game Boy, Genesis, and Game Gear. God dang, dude, they're responsible for so many of, like, the, just, like, I guess now would be considered classics, but it's, like, kind of the B, the, like, the the, the B titles on these, or I should say it's, like, the third party, yeah. uh, because Battletoads, man, it was just, like, and and Super Off-Road, too, both, both amazing games, 
to play. I mean, Battletoads, like, fuck it, don't play it unless you want to, like, have <laughs> unless an aneurysm. you hate yourself. Yeah, unless you want to have an aneurysm. But <laughs> Super Off-Road is still fun to play. Oh, it is. It's and, great. And of Same course, with Super Sprint. Yeah, and it's like, is Super Off-Road spawned how many knockoffs of that, you know, of that It was variety? probably Sprint first, and then, like, yeah. yeah, and then the, yeah. Their goal was to operate this crew as a sister company for their at-home software, so they no longer would have to rely on outside publishers, uh, including Acclaim, who held a, a right-of-first-refusal clause to them. Uh, Austin, you've explained this before. What exactly does it mean again? Uh, In the context of this, yeah. I don't necessarily know. Right of first refusal is like... like a claim had that. They have to pitch it to them first, yeah, but then yeah, before they yeah, can... Yeah. If, you, if you are making any sort of business deal and you already have a partner, you yeah. have to pitch it to them first. They have to turn it down before you can go to other people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like yeah, if you're yeah. selling something or buying another company or like... Getting bought, like if Midway was going to get bought, a claim would have the right to buy them. Gotcha. Before yeah. hold some power. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, it essentially means that it's like, listen, we we are first in line for every potential deal. If we don't, but we still reserve the right to turn it down, essentially. Right. Which is like, yeah, that's a ton of power. Mm. You get you 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 have privileged status mm. in these deals. So that's uh, what EA did that to respawn, to respawn. Yeah, and I think also Codemasters. Oh, well, I, I guess I'm not surprised. They just bought them, so not that yeah. long ago. Um, so, yeah, in, in 96, they were renamed Midway Home Entertainment and relocated out of the Lone Star State, uh, consolidating their three branches into a larger building in San Diego. Uh, employee uh, Byron Cook later became CEO, and John Rowe took the position of vice chairman and uh, director of product development. Meanwhile, Williams would propose a public offering of Midway stock and transfer its video game copyrights and trademarks to uh, MHE, uh, this was how they wound up with all those retro titles like, uh, you know, Robotron and Defender and all that, like, and one of for, for the, all the remakes and compilations, right? like, yeah, they yeah. would do that oh, probably yeah. every, oh, like, yeah. console generation. Midway Arcade Classics. Exactly, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Smart move. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They, I, I like the... the uh, the uh, treasures, uh, three. I think they did. That's three what it was called. Yeah. Midway Arcade Treasures. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. And it was called. like the yeah. first one was like all their action games. The second one was all their like fighting games, and the third yeah. one was like all their racing games. Yep, yep. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, in the coming years, they would internally uh, bring things like Cruising USA and Killer Instinct to the N64. Uh, same with um, um, the Mortal Kombat trilogy. Uh, and, and that as well went to the uh, PlayStation were, and Saturn. They were the publisher of Killer Instinct, huh? Uh, our, well, our it was, a, it was at, Rare. at the home versions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, because didn't... Oh, you know what? Rare did Killer Instinct Gold, which was the... Well, Rare develops Killer Instinct. They're just yeah, yeah. like, okay. hey, we're helping you out with... Uh, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. But, um, and, uh, and what, like, and Nintendo also... There was a lot of, like... Like logos on that. <laughs> um, uh, also, uh, War Gods, an original IP. If anyone My remembers God. that, Matt. Okay, I I have this game. Okay, and War Gods has got to take the title of one of the most obscure games on the Nintendo sixty four platform. I don't know anybody else that owns it's it. It's like a knockoff of MK four. It like is. The yes. 3D, yeah. It's very much, game. and it's got like a, a it's got like a roster of like twelve characters, and it's literally just you're just a bunch of war gods, like like from various cultures, all fighting to kill each other. It's absolutely <laughs> Not offensive at all. Uh, it's it's. I mean, oh, so, they're fake gods, right? They're, yeah, they're oh. like they're knockoff. Gods. Oh, all right. Yeah. That would have been funnier if it was like. Yeah, <laughs> like I think the. I'll never forget it. The Japanese one is just called Kabuki Joe, and it's just a guy in Kabuki makeup with like a bow staff. I think it's like a Way of the Warriors it's, character. Yes, it's kind of it was kind of. And let me tell you, I have to say this: I've never met anybody else that owns a copy of it. I don't think I've seen so it in game song. stores a lot, and I'm just like, it's the game that time forgot. Like, <laughs> and it's just like, and 
it was on in the background of a of a uh, of a cold ones episode, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, I recognize that. I was like, I, I was like, I could not believe that it's just like, yeah, maybe. Real dumb. Randy, uh, me and you should just bust it out one time and just like it's like it's. I, I think I touched it at your house in like middle should, school. I was gonna say we like should just mess. bust it out and just laugh at it for an hour because it's like <laughs> I, from what I remember, it was okay. It was just generic there was nothing that really made it memorable or special oh, was the time i'm kind yeah. of uh, bummed out they couldn't flush out that lure more you know <laughs> probably, they probably did <laughs> it probably came with a booklet that had a bunch of bullshit in there that somebody had some internet right <laughs> the funny thing is the final boss is like an alien that came came the to ultimate earth god yeah that like apparently like resurrected or like you know brought to life all these guys and then you gotta fight him he's got this green guy with right, like take a it big, back. this sounds great he's he looks like a green hammerhead shark dude that's <laughs> all i gotta say he's on the cover he's on the cover i so gotta the, check this out so they yeah. soon, sounds great they soon tried their hand at wrestling uh before acclaim and thq swooped in and took the license um the arcade stuff trucked on too. uh cruising world ki2 off-road challenge which was a spinoff of super off-road which was a spinoff of super sprint um, that partnership with the Big N remained tight. Um, in 1997, uh, NFL Blitz came to light, uh, a tour de force to football and non-football fans alike. Even I, like, enjoyed, like, a good... Did you talk about jam, NBA Jam? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Came yeah, up briefly. Because that was first. It was. NBA Jam was There too. was no NBA Jam on... No, it, it, 64, right? Oh, 64? I think there was an NBA jam. Didn't they port yeah. it? Yeah. They ported it. Did was they? there? Yeah, yeah, I'm almost I certain. I specifically remember the SNES and Genesis one. Did, I do remember the Can you still play as Bill Clinton in the N64 I hope version? So. I, I mean, saying. he was still president by then, so yeah. you might as well. Uh, <laughs> From downtown. Regardless, Blitz is better. Come at me. Mm -hmm. the, the, you know what's funny? Uh, I, I, I don't remember if we discussed this on the THQ episode or not, um, but at, when the NFL Blitz, you know our uh, arcade one-up? I'm just like, this is all yeah, up the cuff, yeah. but they put out an NFL Blitz uh, machine, not that, like, I think it was like last year, the year before, but they, they edited it to be more, that's what I heard, and like, because the NFL still doesn't like, like, that game glorifies, like, you know, relentlessly CTE tackling people and, for yeah. all kind of, of just the concussion shit that yeah. they've been trying to do. And I think there was a little bit of a... Like work done to it, but maybe don't quote me on that. Yeah, um, that was uh, was Blitz also the series that allowed you to give your players steroids. That was the league. That was, that was which was oh, also yeah. Yeah, yeah that that one we did get into where you can hire like I'll sex never, workers. I'll never forget. Bust that your just, testicles. Over. And of course, the NFL didn't like it. Not no. if, I, if I were them, I would just be like, come at us. Well, assholes. there's a reason like, why that that was the last. Yeah, well, one. The, yeah, there's a reason it's called Blitz the League and not NFL Blitz. Mm -hmm. That yeah. was after they EA didn't have got, the. That was after EA got the official. Uh, uh, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. EA got the exclusive rights to the NFL, and yeah. that was the they were making an NFL Blitz game, and then became yeah. Blitz the League with all fake teams. Because you don't have those other like the Sega ones or yep. Game Day. But let's be know. real, like that just trimmed the fat. Like I don't know about you guys, but whenever I played or like rented like yeah. a sports game. All I would do would be like check people after the play yeah, and like, yeah, of course. Game, or like tackle somebody after the whistle been called. Can you imagine if kids started focusing on like the steroid usage and they were like <laughs> in class, what's your cycle? <laughs> what's your cycle? Figure I need like the God cycle. Yo man, yo man, I'm cutting. I feel like shit right now. It's okay, bro. You'll, you'll make it through, bro. My favorite part of Blitz, the original, well, I guess it would be Blitz 2000. Yeah, it's like was... the updated one was just tackling somebody after the play, and then they get 
launched into the air, mm-hmm. and then you just keep tackling them and see how long you can juggle <laughs> them like after air, the yeah, play. Yeah, like it's a fucking character action game. Yep. <laughs> Touch of death. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a reboot of Rampage, subtitled World Tour, was then released. Yes. Uh, I love that game. game. Yeah. Yes. Despite reviews, I, like, I don't know why it was treated so negatively at, at the time, but it, it's, it's so it's, much better than I know, the regular it is. Rampage. It, and it's it's more fondly recalled now, at least. But, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Dude, yo. I never played the Rampage like oh, arcade game. That, Rampage World Tour was the first one I played. Rampage yeah. arcade game is like the with the single screen one you're talking yes, about. Yes, it yeah, doesn't yeah. scroll. It doesn't, yeah, it's yeah. that's not as fun as. And okay. all the locations look kind of the same. Yeah, World <laughs> Tour, yo, dude. If you were ever like speaking of co-op that's a, game, that's like a sleepover uh, yo, game. Like, dude, it is I think so, I think yeah. the last time I, I beat that game was with you in mm-hmm. high school. It was like me, you, and Chris. I want to say in yeah. high school, and you just stayed over the night. We we played, dude. I would totally play Rampage yeah. World Tour again. That is like that, that is one of those games that's just like it's just fun as hell to it play. Is. It's instantly ever, like yeah. it just goes. Dude. Oh <laughs> god. And then they made and, Universal Tour. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, they but they were doing arcade versions of these games as well. I'm yes. feeling like yeah. most of my experience with Blitz and like Rampage was more in the was arcade. more in arcades. Like interesting, yeah. When they were more in popular. the N64 era, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but you're gonna get we'll to, soon getting to yeah, the end of that. Get to the end yeah, of that because arcades the next dying. generation, the Xbox, PS2, GameCube mm-hmm. generation was when my favorite Midway sports game came out, and that was that did not have an arcade version. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, tragically, uh, their pride and joy, uh, MK, would see rough times for a bit with the fourth entry's conversion to 3D, not taking off the way they had hoped. Uh, it's spinoffs such as uh, the, uh, what is it, Mortal Kombat Mythologies Sub-Zero, uh, faring even oh, worse. Yeah. Uh, many calling it uh, just one of the most terrible. Fun fact, games I went to a swap meet. When I was a kid, I might have told this story on here before, but went to a swap meet when I was a kid, and there was a dude there that just had a box of N64 games, yeah. and it said $5 each. And I, my mom gave me a 20, and it said, pick Go out four. That do you want to cool hear as, Do you want to hear what I picked out? Yeah, I this might not be imagine. cool. If one of them is fucking Sub-Zero. Then. Rampage World Tour. Hey, 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 hey. It gets worse. Uh-huh. Sub-Zero mythology. You're helping Midway out. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Superman sixty four and Quest sixty four. I was gonna no. say, <laughs> oh my goodness! I was gonna say Quest. Was I got like three of the worst N sixty four games just by random. That's chance. why they were in that box, dude. You yeah. got we got one gem and then three of notoriously. <laughs> no, but my story makes a lot more sense because yeah. I was not aware that Rampage World Tour had like low critical reception. Yeah. That's probably That's why probably it was also it was in the box, price. dude. Yeah. The only way you could have done worse is if you swapped out uh, uh, Rampage for like Glover. And that's like you would have had like probably hey, Glover, Glover uh, has got its followers out there. It came to Steam like last year. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've already had. There's this a rant. ton of I people. Know. <laughs> There's a ton of people in this world. That I are bought. Just don't wrong. worry, you got your wish. Glover Two was canceled. So. I bought yeah. Glover <laughs> used at another place along with Rocket Robot on Wheels. That, never, hey, that, that's uh, Insomniac's like first game, yep, isn't it? Yep. I don't Pretty, think I, I never. Yeah. I never played that one. Pretty cool. Um, it's very expensive. It's a lot like Glover if it was better. <laughs> it leaves a lot to the imagination then because yeah. Glover, yeah, Glover yeah. sucked ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a rocket robot on wheels. What do you want? Yeah, what you get is it's what's cool. on the tin. It's cooler yeah, yeah. than a glove. Uh, in uh, 19... Gotta love Tell the glove. Tell that to OJ. I don't... <laughs> Don't worry, I'm gonna edit. I'm gonna edit out all the Glover hate. No. <laughs> Leaving the OJ. I'm, gonna bit. Use, I'm proud of I'm that. Gonna use, <laughs> I'm gonna use AI to make Matt say Glover rules. <laughs> you know, you know what they came up they, for Glover. They looked at the uh, the hamburger helper. 
like a, 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 a <laughs> really mask guy, the hamburger helper, yeah. and the ball, and the Pixar ball, and, and the, they can yeah, put, they and put they, them together. And they're like yeah, these, these, these two beloved characters are now yeah. coming to an, a Nintendo sixty four near you. I can't you. believe I never thought just, about the hamburger just put helper them on fucking connection. Top of the ball. And then make that the only way he can move around. Yeah, but maybe. I don't know. I've never honestly <laughs> never, never played Glover. Well, oh, you got it right. That's honestly, exactly that's the game. Around, the alternate yeah. thought process is you just go around like I don't we'll know. We'll gift it. You for walk around on top of the ball, but you can like flick the ball at people because you're a hand. Any part where you kill Dynamite your ex-wife? Game. I should spend. <laughs> no, yeah. I should specify to our listeners. Midway was not responsible for Glover, and it got more time than NBA Jam. We just love hating on Glover. God, I could just keep going, but I'll I'll. I'll in, end my hate. In 1998, uh, WMS would spin off its 86.8% interest in Midway to its shareholders, thus making the company an independent entity after almost 30 years. Uh, they did keep the subsidiary of Atari Games that they had as uh, part of the deal while sharing a portion of the Williams executive staff and offices. Uh, of course, they did gradually terminate these uh, material agreements and employee overlap, reducing the number of common members of its board of directors down to one. Um, but... Uh, Back to games, uh, g- gory comedy light gun shooter Carnival, uh, then graced shopping malls and bowling oh, alleys, yeah. uh, upsetting moms and dads everywhere. I was actually genuinely afraid of that. <laughs> you, you gotta, uh, you gotta open up the door. You gotta flip the the switch uh, on the inside to change the big baby boss into a giant teddy bear. Uh, they oh. actually like send out like pamphlets to like venue owners that like, hey, if people are upset, we've got like, wow, they they. They sent out like a more toned down version of it. Yeah, that wow. was that was like built into it. Like on it was yeah. on the board. Yeah, wow. There was yeah. a it right above it, it says the wussy switch. Yeah. <laughs> For all you wussy ass kids yeah, out there. Yeah, that's just the PCB has a, etched into it just mm-hmm. a crying Christian mom. <laughs> <laughs> they then co-published a slightly flawed but ambitious port of Quake to the Nintendo 64. That's yep. how I experienced it for yep. the first time. Quake. Yeah, had split screen co-op. Um, by 99, they officially phased out their pinball line, which real quick, hold on about Quake 64. It, it has its own, it had its own campaign that was different than the PC, uh, version, which was great when, um, Digital Eclipse or the, yeah, did the, the remaster of same with Quake 2. They put the N64 version on there as well, which was, which was rad. Um, so yeah, uh, pinball stuff's, uh, gone. Um, and it only made sense considering they earlier transferred much of the rights in exchange to stay focused on those sweet, sweet video game assets. Um, near here was where they also rebranded that Atari Games Group into Midway uh, Games West. This to avoid confusion with Atari Interaction. I got a question. Or Interactive. Yeah. Do you get into where Bally went? Um, like the Bally property, the Vegas Strip, baby. Yeah, I mean they were absorbed into like, like. Uh, was that included in the Midway? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't think Bally really cared. Pinball. Oh, I the know time, they didn't man. care at the time, but that was one of the things <laughs> that like. Pinball was that thing that nobody gave a shit about, and then like yeah. every, the internet like hit oh it. pinball's back yeah the yeah. internet hit its stride and everybody like all of these properties that people like us got punched in the face in school for liking is just all of a sudden super popular like Dungeons and Dragons yes. and pinball yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. yep. No, everybody's I, just like I love pinball. And they're like <laughs> I should wedge you, but hey, there's okay. even a cult of personality around like crane games now. Oh like, yeah, yeah, that's huge. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what? you can control them over the internet. Yes, yes, yeah. you can. It's I, wild was, shit. I reflected on that in uh, that one. The when I do my PAX coverage, it was yeah. just like I was just reflecting on it. It's just like, yeah, it's like dude, D and D. It's like. Like you did not like if you played D and D, you did not want people to know about it. That yeah. shit was. For I mean, nerds. a more obvious example is like the Marvel and Star Wars. Like yeah. now, now yeah. it's just ubiquitously a part of all culture, and that's something when I was little. Like 
And now, yeah, and now, D- and now yeah, now D and D, it's just like, yeah, it's like now those people are way nerdier than me. They're posting on message boards about Walking Dead, and yeah. Game of Thrones, oh, and yeah. like literally, <laughs> literally, Baldur's Gate three came out this year, and it's like, oh yeah, and it's the it's everywhere thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's the it's. I talked to Randy about it when not to go off on too much of a tangent, but I talked to Randy about it when Baldur's Gate came out. It's just like something about the internet and i'm like 50 50 on it half of it makes me happy the other half it upsets mm-hmm. me <laughs> or like something about like the inner like these nerdy ass properties and the marvel movies and the internet has just made it like totally okay to let your freak flag fly mm-hmm. yeah or it's like yeah. people who would have beat me up before and like are super into sports are also like well if i use level four misty step and i'm like you fucking nerd <laughs> oh we guys, this one we got to bring bullying back just a little bit just a little just bit just a little bit you know it's, it's, it's like you see somebody holding the dungeons and dragons tougher. players handbook just take it from him and hit him with it a couple times <laughs> yeah. and then give it back yeah they give it back not so they fall yeah, down yeah, yeah, just yeah. as they're in their days would be like oh here just you leave go, a bump here. that they have yeah. to rub while they're dming <laughs> yeah. no take it all the way swirly their ass <laughs> I mean, it would destroy their expectation and control of winning own, like, all these, like, yeah, uh-huh. know, the things that they're defined their Yeah, then maybe by. Wizards of the Coast wouldn't have enough money to send the Pinkertons after a dude that <laughs> <laughs> accidentally oh opened an early copy of a Magic I the Gathering set. I couldn't believe that was real. We have yeah. to cover that. Yeah, we, d- we will. Oh we will. Um, so real quick, the Atari thing. I'm not going to get into it because I've bitched about this in our, on our show before, but the tangled fucking web of Atari and that... That name is a goddamn mess. Uh, And all you need to know is that this is not the Atari you're thinking of, and the Atari today isn't this Atari either. I'll do a full episode on it eventually, but you know what I mean. Like, we'll get into it after we do infograms. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Infograms. Infograms is another one of these like weird third-party companies in this Mm -hmm. era, which I. I think they were owned by one of these uh I believe Ataris. they were owned by, yeah, this Atari. Yes. So they might the have... one that published, like, the Matrix games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, games and more games. Uh, that's the important shit. And uh, the act of this uh, retroactively added this that deal. Everything from Stunrunner, Klax, uh, and Pit Fighter to Primal Rage, Area 51, and San Francisco Rush to the repertoire. Um, plus Gauntlet. Uh, I was so, kind of I was waiting for you to get yeah. the gong. Oh, so yeah. this was a biggie. Step aside, California Speed and Mace the Dark Age. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then um, outside of those, you had uh, Hydro Thunder, um, Blitz Two Thousand, as Austin said, uh, sequels to uh, the Cruising and Off World se- uh, or Off Road series, um, each from inside their doors uh, eternally. Um, the 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 single Rampage I didn't play through time. Or whatever. Oh, you know what? Because it was that, Universal damn. Tour, which was N64. That actually, okay. I think Through Time is only on PlayStation. Though. So I yeah, will I say, played Rampage Through Time. Yeah. I have to say, okay, so I played Universal. And Hydro Thunder is great. I played Universal Tour. It was okay. Uh, I never played, but Through Time seems like a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because I, well, I think Universal Tour is when it's, we start going to space yeah, and hell and everything. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, World Tour is still the best one. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, Through Time sounds like it's like all of like like historical like aesthetic and architecture. You can like bash on that. It sounds That's fun. <laughs> Wait, Hydro Thunder, was that post-Wave Racer? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I had like a hilarious... Boat I, racing games. Were I was driving incredible. home from work. I, it's so funny you bring up yeah. Hydro Thunder. I was driving home from work. No, somebody was like driving and I was like, you got, and I like in my head, I'm thinking of a joke. Like you drive like your steering wheel is the controls in Hydro Thunder. (laughs) 
and I I went Hydro Thunder first, not Just Wave Racer. Muscle memory of yeah. like yeah. they were all over the place, and I was like, I get it. You're struggling. It's a mm-hmm. single joystick. <laughs> and next uh, up is uh, Ready to Rumble Boxing uh, rounds one and Hell two. Yeah. They were big, yep. uh, especially during the launch of the Dreamcast. Yep. Yeah, I um, rented a Dreamcast, and yeah. I rented it. When you could do that, Ready to Rumble Boxing, the first one. Yeah. Um, then there was a, a modernized reimagining of Gauntlet with Legends. Oh, uh, yeah. Later, Dark awesome. Legacy yes. would drop on pretty much every platform. I've personally sunk, just gosh, so many hours uh, uh, of yeah. that and, and with I, friends. Yeah, I am now the. And actually, uh, Gauntlet Legends is now the latest addition to my Nintendo sixty four collection. We Fuck found yeah. it. We found it over at. Uh, yeah, I unintentionally I went to a bachelor party and somebody brought an N sixty four with a EverDrive in it. That's a good night. And <laughs> I unintentionally took a tour through Midway because <laughs> yeah. we played Blitz 2000. Right. We played Gauntlet Leg or Gauntlet Legends. Yep. We played Rampage World Tour, and then we played Mortal Kombat Ultimate Mortal Kombat oh, Three. Yeah, you really you really did go all yeah. around. Or the oh, Mortal yeah. Kombat trilogy. Mortal Simil- Kombat trilogy. Yeah. That yeah. bachelor party sounds similar to like the stereotypical bachelor party because if the the bride found out. She'd, she'd drop it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you did? We did I thought it was just 30 guys be coke packed, and hookers. Yeah, yeah, 30 guys packed into a house playing how much, N64. You spent, <laughs> you spent how much on that EverDrive? We're trying to pay for a wedding right now. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it pays for itself. It's only going up in value. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, yep, Matt, now, it's, yeah. uh, now it's your turn. Uh, oh. Another co-publishing joint, this with 3DO. Uh, oh, for yeah. Army Man Sarge's Heroes. Ah, uh, god dang. That was a good god. I was going to say, hold up, because you, like, you just Midway. You dove back to it fairly recently. Uh, yes, and I... Uh, Still looked fun. In fact, I was yeah, I was having a great time with it. That Mission 4 was it's just... a clever concept. Yo, yeah. it, you oh, know yeah. what? If you if you have the uh, if you have the EverDrive turned on... Uh, oh, well, you know, Halloween, we're probably going to be playing a Resident Evil game, imagine. But if I get some time, I had so much fun yeah. playing through, going through the beginning of Sarge's Heroes. I would love to go back to it, and it's just like... Yeah. Sarge, Sarge's Heroes is, is again, it is a... Never be two. It is a B-game classic. It is. It is, it yeah, is yeah. a ton of fun to play, even today. That's, uh, it's it's t- I, I can't think of that game and not think of a bargain bin in a toy store. Yeah. But still, like... It, and but, I mean that in, like, a good way. You, like, know, you, know, it's, like, you know what's funny, though? It's it's fun to play. It is copy. challenging. Very challenging. But if you can overcome that, there's a lot of charm in that game, in yeah. my opinion. I thought it, I think it's just... It's just so saying. Fun. Free Halloween costume. You just get everything spray, spray green, yourself all and green? then That's and a, then yeah. you have to get a piece of like I don't know yeah. like cardboard. You have to walk like a snowboard. Yeah, like no, you, yeah, yeah, you have to strap a piece of cardboard to your feet, <laughs> and then you just have to you know do that all that night. That really is such a good idea. It's an awesome idea, and it's free to use. <laughs> um, so this one's for me, San Francisco Rush twenty forty nine. Kicked ass. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually pr- prefer the home version because the arcade one doesn't have the, uh, the, you don't have the ability to the, the pop the wings out on the side of your car. And game kind sucks. Fucking kidding me. It's great. Cruising World is better. No, it's not. 2049. <laughs> and I played the hell out of both of these when I was It's all kid. flying cars, right? What's up? 2040. Oh, 2040. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, <laughs> it's all flying cars. Yeah, technically, technically they're gliding cars, but you can get airborne yeah. if you drive 120 miles off of a, off of, <laughs> off of a hill. And they added the battle mode in there too. Yeah, um, was what a, was the game that had Bill Clinton in a hot tub? Uh, that was Cruising USA. That was the first one. Yeah, that's you're, the best. One. The whole point of the game is you're trying to race to Bill Clinton's hot tub party. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't Mr. Mosquito. Cool. What the hell no. was that game? Mr. Mosquito. Mr. Mosquito. Yeah, where you played a mosquito, you got to yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. There was a girl in the hot, not in the hot was, tub, yeah. in a bath. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought that was, wasn't it like, don't mess with Mr. Mosquito or something like that? 
No, I think it was just called and there Mr. Was, Mosquito there was a, Maybe that was the Japanese. Like, Wait, yeah. wasn't there like also where a mosquito was like a maestro? Mad yeah, maestro? Mad Maestro. Oh. I don't, the same I don't know if there's a mosquito involved, but it was the same. <laughs> Used the pressure-sensitive buttons on the PS2. But the, the other thing about Cruising USA that they, I think they trimmed out of like the N64 cut was the... Um, the when you're going through in Washington D.C., the tunnel is all f- of flaming dollar bills with Hillary with a cigar on it. Cool, <laughs> still accurate. See, how is San Francisco 2049 better than that <laughs> gameplay? But um, <laughs> but uh, 2049. This this being an example of a former Atari franchise being reignited. Um, but then there was uh, Mortal Kombat Special Forces. <laughs> what? Which uh. Poor, poor MK still stumbling around into the next millennia. You never that played that one? It was than, on PlayStation. It was better than It was. Anthology. It was leagues better than Anthology. It still kind of sucked, but it was it was trying for something. Yeah. Um moving yeah. uh on to the moving into the aughts, onto the aughts. Uh on June twenty second, two thousand and one, Midway sadly announced that their arcade division was ceasing. Uh this due to an obvious decline in the market, an understandable decision. And uh, now with a batch of fresh new uh, systems to take priority. The PS2 was massive. Uh, GameCube and Xbox were there for us in our hearts. Uh, the Game Boy Advance was dominating the handheld space. They basically had a uh, larger fish to fry. Yeah. Bigger, bigger fish to fry, whatever. Yeah. Speaking of, a from-the-ground remake of Spy Hunter was produced. Um, Game kicks ass. It does. Uh, yeah, I love yeah. it. I thought it was cool. Like, yeah. And, uh, but then, uh, you know, there were lesser tier uh, products that fill out the gaps in their release list. Uh, Shadow Hearts and uh, Haven Call of the King for PlayStation 2. I only know of Shadow Hearts because <laughs> I think it's really hard to get a copy of nowadays. It's probably mad expensive. It's, I think it's a JRPG if I'm not mistaken. It sounds like one. <laughs> no I forget. I, I'm just, I'm transported back to when I worked for Game Crazy. And little did I know how much money was sitting on the walls if I just grabbed some. Oh gosh, I can only imagine. Yeah, it's like when you see pictures of like you know an old like uh, Funko Land or or Toys R Us or whatever, and there's just like eighty copies of Earthbound on like discount sealed or whatever. You're just like, oh my god, all these like N sixty different color variants of the N sixty four that like that was the best when you had like some kid bring in a game that was like really hard to find and really expensive to like to sell online. Yeah, and you'd be like. All right, you get thirty-five cents store credit for this. <laughs> Meanwhile, this I'm like goes tuck, in my pocket, I'm yeah. tucking it be between the desk and the cash register, <laughs> I'm and I'm like, nobody is seeing that. <laughs> I'm here by myself. That yeah. leaves with me. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. used to, I used to go into Bandit, which is a local game store to us, yeah. all the time, Shout out and the guy would just. Like there was the was guy the that worked there. That's why I got a copy of Mega Man Five on Game Boy. Was he just like somebody brought in a big box of random shit? Or sorry, Mega Man V, and he was just like, "Ah, you just want everything in here for like twenty bucks?" Uh, and I was like, "Sure." Yeah. <laughs> Quick turnover. That's before he got smart. Yeah, because then know. he started typing yes, the stuff up. Yeah, no, He's you're like, right. I've let so much money walk out of here. Mm-hmm. I remember how I walked. I went to GameStop once with a box just like that. Mm-hmm. The kid behind the counter mm-hmm. calculated up how much it was, and it was like. Not enough to buy a new game, like $50 mm-hmm. in store credit. So he's like, I will just give you $50 for this whole box. Well, a little bit more, right? So that you no, could he buy was the like, thing. I'll buy you whatever game you want right. if I can yeah. take this box yeah. home because his manager wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and he was like, if I put prices on this and then try to buy it from the store, even with my employee discount, it'll be cheaper if I just buy it straight from yeah. you. I saw that. Yeah, for that's actually that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I used to. That's s- a win win situation. The only, the only, 
the only people that don't win is the store, and it's like, you fuck them. I yeah, spent a lot of time stuff. in just GameStops as like a vagrant, and then just watching that stuff go down. Yeah. Little did I know, fun fact, little story, I was 15 the first time I like drank, and it was a couple GameStop employees that took me in. Under their wing. Yeah. <laughs> Almost died that night. <laughs> Watched, watched somebody play Half-Life 2 on PC, so it was pretty good. Yo, yeah. Ate a cold chalupa. Yeah. Dope fucking night. The guy told me, like, the day after, he's like, if you died, I was just going to hurl your body in a dumpster somewhere. That's a good friend And I was right like, there. hey. That's the yeah. for junkies. Yeah. Kids I don't, it's, hard, it's hard to know. Uh, but I mean, uh, aren't you uh, afraid that any of your your your, for, your former employer who is a bit long defunct is going to come after you? Then? Oh, for... <laughs> For oh no yeah, yeah no that, I I I'd have to buy it from the store you yeah, know? yeah yeah I was really nervous to do that transaction <laughs> they had security cameras I used to let my friends in to see free movies at AMC all the time come after me that's why you're cool yeah they uh, don't have the, the money reason. to come after you they're doing bad <laughs> I don't know what about not according to Wall Street bets <laughs> right Nicole Kidman's gonna come to your house and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we have, uh, there's a uh, Fireblade, the helicopter action title. Yeah, man. Yo, <laughs> Fireblade. I, also a, uh, a fairly recent addition to, uh, my GameCube collection. That, mm-hmm. that box is, look like it. It's like, so, yeah. Dude, no, the, the condition of the box that I have, oh. right, it looks like it got, like, it looks minute. like it got chewed up in like a, I don't like know a, what people are doing with their games when sometimes it's I don't know, but like, I, now I'm a proud owner. There you go. I own, I own a lot of these games that you've been talking about so far. Proud? So. <laughs> Wait, you mean you don't just put peanut butter on your like on your case and leave <laughs> it on the floor <laughs> and then go outside and sh- like shoot a basketball for three hours? Come back. <laughs> oh, what happened? Yeah. That's every, my. Every that's that's what yeah, I tell myself. Really every time like. I buy a new pro- a kitchen product, I spill it on a stack of video games to see how sticky it gets. <laughs> in case, in case I spill it on the floor. <laughs> Uh, by this era, they were beginning to have the reputation for being the folks behind the quote-unquote B-game, uh, <laughs> if there ever was one. Um, this went compared to their competitors like EA, Ubisoft, and Activision. Yeah. Um, in fact, the highest budget project within these months was Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, a decent attempt to straighten the ship from years prior. Yeah. It also sold well. Um, something they desperately needed when calculated against the several misses in their catalog. Yeah. The underwhelming or sorry, underperforming of such releases caused Midway to close down their West Branch in February of 2003. This was a bad, bad fiscal for them, and it was uh, accelerated through the year. Uh, Freestyle Metal X, MLB Slugfest, uh, Dr. Muto, Freaky Flyers, Uh-oh. and Guilty Pleasure of Mine, Roadkill, the post-apocalyptic Yo, auto combat yes, game, I, all failed for them commercially. <laughs> Roadkill was them, huh? But yeah. also, it's like, I remember... Wasn't wasn't one of our friends a fan of Freaky Flyers? Didn't they? That was Alfred. <laughs> Alfred like Freaky Flyers. Yeah. So it's like it must have it must Freaky have been Flyers is stupid. I was gonna say it's like there must have been there must have been some fun in it, but it's like you just look at it and you hear the tell, you're just like, be <laughs> fun to this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like why am I playing? Same thing with Doctor Muto. I remember seeing that on game shelves back in the day. Same. Yeah. And just looking at it, and I, I was just like, and it just thinking it's just like like. Who it just didn't seem like a game I would want to well, that, put it, money it, it, on. That one feels like it came late to the character yeah. driven 3D yeah. platformer. Was the th- oh, it was a character driven 3D platformer. Yeah, I think so. You know what you look at it, it's one of those games you look at and you're just like, yo, is this like a is this a like a, a what do you call it? like a royalty character type? Like is Dr. Muto like a Nickelodeon character and it's just like No, you're thinking attack and the power of whatever who cares. Oh yeah. They're show. like those guys got Mario 
Those guys got Crash. <laughs> Those guys got Sonic. I'll tell you what we got. We got Dr. Muto. <laughs> Muto. Whatever. Kicking off a you franchise. You forgot Blinks. Blinks. Oh, right. Yeah. How, mm. how could we? Um, but so this this amounted in about you, a... You left out NHL hits. I have to talk I'm about sorry. NHL okay, hits. all right. But this, did, uh, this resulted in a $150 million loss in relation to the $93 million in spending. Um, what happened to the billions of dollars they had... 20 years ago, 30 <laughs> years like, ago. It's all gone. Uh, uh, NHL hits. It's, uh, yeah. That is oh. like the hockey version of Blitz and yes. uh, so like they, NBA Jam. After right? NBA Jam, they made Blitz. And then after Blitz, they made Slugfest and yes. Hits. And there might have been a soccer one. I'm not sure. Shits. But <laughs> shits, yeah. <laughs> but there was, uh, I don't know. Hockey's the 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 sport where it makes the most sense to have an over the top thing where people are hitting each other. It's yeah, true. It yeah, just yeah, made it, it already is. It just made weird. it real hockey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. blood all over the <laughs> ice. Yeah, you just like there. They had like a whole fucking system for fighting, and you could like cut people's necks with your skate and check them no, through the glass. Right. Like that's great. Be like, is there any sport where a neck has been slit? Yeah. Any, I think we talked uh, about hockey. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, any nice. other sport. No, yeah. that's why hockey. Yeah. is the toughest sport out there. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're not doing well. Um, however, they were still able to uh, finance their uh, budgeting with stock and debt offerings, as well as various credit arrangements. Uh, this led to Sumner Redstone, an American billionaire and media business magnate, who um, was a majority stakeholder, also prior head of. Viacom CBS to increase his stake now owning 80% of the company. <laughs> Shit stain. <laughs> Going into 2004, a correction course was planned and in an effort to ramp up development, Midway arranged to go on a buying spree and acquire indie studios to strengthen its in-house production teams. Okay. In April, they got uh surreal software in Seattle, the crew who made the Lord of the Rings fellowship game. And okay. after um, tasking them in creating uh, another IP, um, uh, for their cachet, this came in the form of the suffering, a horror shooter that would see both critical and uh, sales success. I certainly, I certainly dug it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a game I've heard of. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a heel turn. Shot. It is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Lord, of the, Lord of the Rings to uh, <laughs> yeah the suffering. Yeah, the suffering. <laughs> uh, later that October, Midway purchased Inevitable Entertainment out of Austin. Uh, they also became Midway Austin in turn. Uh, but they did Tribes, uh, Aerial Assault, and uh, The Hobbit. <laughs> Not the Ooh, movie, the, yeah, the, yeah. the Hobbit game. Yeah. Uh, Did you just say not the movie as yeah. if any of us would be confused? <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, you know, they just they branched off. They went into film. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years into the future. Um, elsewhere, other debuts would happen. Uh, Mortal Kombat Deception was an all right follow-up to Deadly Alliance. It had tons of content. Um, chess, fucking go-karting, the puzzle minigame was dope. Oh, that reminds Is me any, of Any nine. of you all, like... You know what? Mortal Kombat Deception was wild. You know what? I never got. I never played Deception. Uh, I did not know it had all those mini games, but that is like that sounds about right for for the Mortal Kombat people. Yeah. Uh, I hear that. I hear that it didn't. It wasn't that good. Otherwise, probably not as a. I mean, it's still 
you look at the early years of Mortal Kombat and the uh, obviously yeah. the, the newer years of Mortal Kombat, and this is still the dark middle chain. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine because the lowest. I'm fairly sure the lowest one out of all of them is probably the the next one, Armageddon. I, yes, but Armageddon of those 3D ones. But it was this. We're, this is still a step above those spinoffs and four. You know? I, like, I mean, yeah. yeah, four. I remember four. People did not like four. Yeah, yeah. It was a, a weak entry. Uh, uh, yeah, it's better than Shaolin monks. No, nothing's better than Shaolin monks. Yeah, <laughs> Shaolin monks. <laughs> we'll get to that okay uh, but uh, the publisher uh, also then got into the realm of uh, compilations with the arcade treasures line that we mentioned but uh, those aren't fucking cult favorite psyops the mind gate conspiracy <laughs> Yes. I've been meaning to go back and play that because I just my child infant dumb brain I guess I was like a teenager yeah. anyway uh, I just couldn't understand how f- fucking sick that yeah. game was at the time and every time it worms its way back into my brain, like a psyop, uh, yeah, it, I, I'm reminded, like, oh, it's I need that, to play this. It's that thing when it, uh, it's like, do you remember when Gears of War came out? Mm-hmm. And, like, I was, like, the person who's like, y'all got to play Kill Switch because it's just Oh, this. yeah. That was, like, when, 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 when Force con- Unleashed came out? Or? I was going to say when Control came oh, out. Oh, Control, yeah. Everybody was freaking yeah, out about yeah, it. I was yeah. like, y'all got to go play PsyOps the Mind Game mm-hmm. Conspiracy because it's just doper Control. <laughs> it's, uh, for, for those out there, it's an awesome power-infused, hyper-violent action shooter that many loved, even if the numbers didn't quite light the world on fire. But let it be known, it's a rad fucking game. Yeah. Dude, um, the, the name of it, though, just it screams... 2000s B game. Oh yeah, well wait if you have, if you know what the cover looks like too. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, How much is it these days to get to like, I get don't a hold think of that? I have it. Yeah, I bought I bought it pre everything getting jacked up for like that's 10 true. Bucks. Who knows? So it what can't be that bad. What what platforms was on? What is P- the PS2 late, and Xbox? Two and okay, Xbox. I was gonna say, did it ever get a, a seventh gen? But yeah, no. I imagine no. I imagine the Xbox probably runs runs it better. That's what I have it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they also have, like, if you don't want to play through the story to get all of the abilities, you can just jump right to, like, an arcade wow. mode where they just give you everything and you can just play around. Wow. There was also a training room where you could just spawn dummies and throw boulders at them, and I did that for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're now in 05. Uh, the Suffering, Spy Hunter, and Shadow Hearts saw sequels. Uh, classics such as NFL Blitz, Rush, and Area 51 were rebooted. Uh, the last one coming from that awesome developer, it wasn't fantastic. Uh, neither was L.A. Rush, for that matter. Um, but as uh, Austin, uh, the uh, MK Shell Monks, it was real neat. They, they, they. I didn't say it wasn't. Spun neat. that franchise back into something this, interesting. I think this, it's a, it's the best spinoff. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I think deception. Bar, I think right? deception is the high point. Of, it is. Oh, it is. Okay. Of you know the, what? You can make the argument for Deadly Alliance. Yeah. So I was always under the impression that. But there are fans today who are still clamoring in 2023 for like a, no, another one of like a ra- an official sequel. No, no, this is good to Shaolin Monks, one, no, or at least one of a similar kind. Like, I'm happy to have my I'm happy to have my understanding corrected because I always thought it was just like Deadly Alliance was like kind of the high watermark of like the second gen MKs, and then Deception and Armageddon shit the bed. But it sounds like. It sounds like Deception did... I think did. it's like fighting games in general around that time. Yeah. It's like people it, were into yeah, you know, Melee and depends, Soul Calibur, but outside It depends what you're into, right? Yeah. Because if you're like super into fighting games, then yes, I think Deadly Alliance is better. But yeah. as Randy said, like Deception had just so much shit to do yeah. that wasn't just Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. And the, also it had a lot of characters it did. that were great and are coming back. A mm-hmm. lot of characters from Deadly Alliance and... Um, That's true. Yeah, this was the uh, the Deadly Alliance and Deception are being put into MK1. I just knew that the that 
I don't want to say trilogy because it wasn't, but th- that kind of yeah. release of games yeah, being yeah. like, oh, okay, Mortal Kombat got their shit back together. Mm-hmm. That's Still what I know those games. And then <laughs> those games are. It, and Shell and Monks, like, and I, we'll get to it I, later. And then the best Mortal Kombat came out. Army. Oh, After. We're, don't worry. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll cover that too. But uh, like, these were like, Shell and Monks was, was risky. And, and that was at least like, that was commendable. Like, you know, making like Mortal Kombat a, a like, Adventure, yeah, an adventure mm-hmm. RPG that you could like play co-op and stuff yeah. like that was that was certainly different, um, and and strangely like they they were they were also involved with a uh, midway with a version of Unreal to the Xbox as an exclusive. Yes. Oh yeah, Unreal yeah. Tournament. They did it for Xbox. Unreal. Or well, they did Unreal Two. Okay. The, which was the story one, and yeah. then Unreal Championship, the Leandri conflict. That's right. Yeah. That's which has the game. best back. Back of box quote ever. What is it? First, uh, second place is dead last. <laughs> I love also, that quote. So also, I really love how they could have just left it at Unreal Tournament and it would have been clean, but they had to add like, oh yeah, they need a sub. Like yeah, this this sci-fi the Leandry conflict that just what the actually, fuck does that mean, dude? Unreal Tournament has Buy like it, it has like <laughs> Unreal <laughs> Tournament has a punch. You know what it is? And then you add the Leandry conflict, and you're like, what is this? A fucking Frank? Well, that was, like, what is this? That was in response to like. A bunch of different stuff. Like, Unreal Tournament still existed. Unreal Championship was the console version. Yeah, okay. And Unreal... Because it was a big deal when Unreal Tournament 3 came out. That was the first Unreal Tournament on consoles. Yeah. Because they created Unreal Championship specifically for consoles. That was on 360? Yeah. Unreal Tournament three, three, three. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking If you look at the box art for that, and it's, it's crazy seeing the Unreal logo, like... As a part of the, a part the game of, yeah. logo. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. a Xbox 360 faceplate for Unreal Tournament 3. <laughs> I had one. Yeah. <laughs> I stole. I think I might have stole it from Game Crazy. That's probably where you got it from, too. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have stolen one, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this and there were early talks of bringing a few of their IPs to the big screen. Uh, more on that in a bit. Um, in comparable fashion, an agreement was signed with Cartoon Network and Adult Swim to distribute titles based on their television properties. Um, in August of that year, Midway grabbed uh, Australian dev studio Ratbag Games, renaming them to Midway Australia. Uh, their forte was racers, except this wouldn't really go anywhere when in just four months after, in December, they were shut down, majorly screwing over its employees, literally giving them uh, only two days' notice to vacate the, pre- the premises. <laughs> um, Damn. Yeah. Uh, this being in part to their year-end report of continuing to be millions away from their targeted profits. Um, uh, like... Those financial goals, uh, thus leading Redstone to vote his shares in favor of electing his daughter Sherry uh, into the uh, like a, a chair on their board. Um, Did she have like good credentials to be on that board, or was it just nepotism? I don't know. It's got oh. a good ring to it. Shares for Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> What's better than that? I'm gonna assume it's probably the latter. Yeah. Uh, the, but uh, so our our dear Midway, who. Uh, was only just half a decade ago held like the top, the fourth top spot sales wise in AAA games publishing was now sitting at a lonely 19th by holiday 2005. Um, you know, the misadventures of Ed Ed and Eddie wasn't going to cut it. Uh, <laughs> staggering along to 06, uh, miss after miss would occur. Uh, NBA ballers, uh, Mortal Kombat Armageddon, not both not being, um, you know, cheap to make. NBA ballers also rules. <laughs> Um, then there was uh, Gauntlet Seven Sorrows. Oh my god! Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you wanna? I, 
I have a very small story, but that <laughs> sure. was that was I had an Xbox. I didn't have I had like a super old TV in my room mm-hmm. and for Christmas I I got a CRT like newer with HDMI like or not HDMI jeez uh the the <laughs> compon- component oh, component. The component okay, cables yeah, yeah. that I could just put them right in the front so it was easy yeah, yeah. and I got Gauntlet 7 Sorrows <laughs> and I tried going online yeah. cuz I had Xbox Live from like Halo yeah and it was it wasn't no, fun. It was not yeah. good. No. And I remember I remember we we wound up playing Gauntlet as like the late the next edition to uh, you know, whatever. And it was just like I remember after putting so many hours into Dark Legacy and loving every second yeah, of it. Yeah, we were and excited it, for this one. And we were so like it, you know what that is like one of those questions you asked Randy. It's like what is like a big gaming disappointment? And I remember I remember Dark Leg or uh, Seven Sorrows was just like, dude, we were yeah. so hyped over this coming out, and then it's like it was just couldn't even do four people. Fuck that. I was the uh, Seven Sorrows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All least, seven like, of them. Like when I, when I said like uh, like NBA Ballers and Mortal Kombat Armageddon were not bad. They just didn't, you know, like like pull Perform in the, the dough yourself, like they needed. Yeah, yeah. and it, like Armageddon was the one that had like a billion characters in it, even though it was missing a lot of the core. Like fighters that you'd want, yeah. Um, they they ch- they changed a formula that needed barely any changing to be yeah. fun. I would have said it's just like they changed the formula. First of all, they took out like you said the four players, which makes it you know yeah four oh, for player, yeah yeah, yeah. For, it makes it a ton of fun. And two, it was just like if you wanted to make that game better, find a way to make the existing formula more like robust the, and dynamic. Don't Gauntlet just throw it out. Supposed to be replayable too. Yes. Like there, there's this like this hook, like this loop, and that did not have it. And then in in so like sticking with the the the, the miss like the follow ups that did not you know yeah deliver there was uh, rampage total destruction which was eh, it was okay I don't remember that uh, you know that was the that was like the GameCube rampage it was um, yeah it wasn't good it, instead of the side scrolling it was uh I mean it's it, it's kind of an interesting idea if I describe it but it would be like a screen behind a screen behind a screen so it had like a Y. Acts like you jump oh, between, gotcha, yeah, yeah. like you the foreground what? and the background. Yes, okay, but um, it just didn't have a lot of substance uh, beyond that. But uh, then there's Rise and Fall: Civilizations at War. Nope, it sounds like a game that I would play. It, <laughs> it sounds like it a game does, that yeah. I would play, and I would play it for fifty hours and say, like, yeah, like you know, it was okay. Yeah, we'll have to look now into what, it what after this now? What what was it called? Rise, Rise, Rise and, and Fall: Civilizations at War. That sounds like like generated. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like it, dude. It, it does sound like one of those games I would have picked up just because I like the whole idea of Civilizations at War. It's like I would have just loved it. But <laughs> I gotta think. Was it what kind of game was it? Uh, it's got to be like an RTS like type real of thing. Like, there's strategy. no way it's not an RTS. It, Why does the title sound like a book I'd find on my grandfather's shelf? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That doesn't scream, play me, kids. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it's like a Total War game. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. well, that, yeah. that makes... Oh, my God, look at the box art of this. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, is that Cleopatra? It's, four different... uh, it's an RTS that incorporates third-person and first-person shooter gameplay by allowing players to temporarily control hero characters. Wait, oh. oh. Uh, you know what? 65, I don't know. Not to be confused with Rise of Nations, which is uh, yeah. what the Age of Empires two people went on to make, and you can oh, see yeah. you can see like the fingerprint of it. And uh, Rise of Nations is uh, that's like a sleeper uh, yeah, game, that, a lot of fun. That cover like looks like four Assassin's Creed games <laughs> all wrapped up in one. 
Uh, after this, there's some uh, th- there's tie-ins. There's the Ant Bully and Happy Feet. But th- this this one I want to stop on for a sec. Spy Hunter Nowhere to Run. Uh, their uh, latest uh, installment and one destined to be um, basically like the second piece to a f- uh, a film. It was like a, it was like a companion. Like game to a, a movie of oh, the same name. Is this the one that had the rock? Yeah, on the- yes. I was just about to say. Yes. Yeah, uh, okay. Starring the overrated energy drink slinging ex pro wrestler uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, overrated. Like, I don't, I don't like uh, yeah, him. wait. Hold on. He's me. got vodka too. Or That's yeah, a, no. D- he has a uh, tequila. Tequila. Yeah. Did you say it was terrible, Austin? Oh, Terramata? Is that what it is? Yeah. Is it bad? I mean, not great tequila. <laughs> the energy drinks are worse. What, what is that called again? The energy drink. Uh, Zoa. Yeah. So, uh, oh, that's no. It's it's a pre workout. Um, All energy drinks something. are pre workouts now. <laughs> so, We've been abandoned. <laughs> I know what Mo- happened. Monster Energy and Red Bull are holding up the two pillars of us millennial gamers. <laughs> I need Nas and still if exists. One, if right? one crumbles, uh, yeah, Nas does still exist. <laughs> Nas is the shit. So, Nas is great. So basically, the short version of this fiasco was that a uh, the motion picture uh, portion. <laughs> uh, got trapped in development hell and fell apart. Um, as did their their adaptation for the uh, uh, the suffering that was going to get a movie too. Wait, so uh, the um, whole plan behind Spy Hunter was like go see the movie, yes, and then go home and play the game. Yeah, yeah, it, that that was exactly it. It's like that an was, eighty dollar yeah. experience. <laughs> However, the uh, the game itself, uh, like, it did st- still see life on shelves. Like, it kind of stunk, yeah. but it, they, they made it as a, in a way that the the yeah, film did the, not. The first half of whatever was going on was missing. <laughs> I think they were. I think Matrix, uh, the the uh, Enter the Matrix game did super well, like commercially, and they wanted, they thought they could do the same thing. So, uh, like, I think there's parts of that game that don't make sense. Yeah, there's. I can it, imagine. Yeah, like I don't even know if it has a definitive. It's ending. like the game starts. Yeah. The movie ends with him like jumping off of a helicopter into the car, <laughs> and then the game starts, and there's just like. Him jumping into the car. Mm-hmm. Woo! <laughs> that was crazy, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. hey, that sounds better, honestly. Uh, and therefore, the uh, the series it was it was never touched again, and the Hollywood dreams died as the uh, money used to greenlight what also would have probably been a terrible was was gone forever. Um, Midway managed to stay afloat uh, above those losses with their strategy of financing, uh, with those credit arrangements and debt offerings. Uh, not that. Not that that kick in the teeth in the movie industry uh, swing was done, as soon after a legal battle ensued with Mind Shadow Entertainment, the fine people who created the aforementioned psyops, uh, over the rights uh, when it was discovered that significant elements of the game story were allegedly stolen from a screenplay stuck in limbo. Thankfully, these claims of uh, infringement were dropped in the United States District Court when no proper evidence was found, but it was the last thing they needed right now. So that uh, <laughs> yeah. Do we have a title? I don't. I couldn't. Did find it ever it. come out? No, no. I think it was just one of those like, what do they call a uh, uh, screenplay? Like a script that's um, the blacklist. Yeah, I think it was something on the okay. on, from the blacklist. But mm. yeah. Um, but uh, so uh, 2007, or as we call it, the greatest year in gaming fucking ever. Yeah. Uh, was here um, that March? It was revealed that Midway had entered into a 90 million dollar credit bond with National Amusements, a holdings firm controlled by Sumner Redstone. It was looking rough. <laughs> yeah. Um, although what's a shame is that their upcoming schedule for software was actually mad solid. 
Sure, you still had the licensed stuff like Aqua Teen Hunger Force Zombie Ninja Pro-Am oh. and that mediocre Area 51 Black Site former topic. Oh, yeah. But then there was Unreal mediocre. Tournament. Mediocre. <laughs> but then there was Unreal Tournament 3. Um uh and uh fucking stranglehold. Hell yeah, stranglehold. <laughs> or oh my god. Yeah, they, they see these I was like, waiting for stranglehold. The successor to John Woo's Gunfu Epic Hard Boiled, where Bro. you endlessly shoot and bad guys special, in the balls. The special edition came with a DVD of Hard Boiled. It's it, yeah. <laughs> I that's, have that's such awesome. a yeah. treasured <laughs> memory. <laughs> I'm hoping everybody. you remember this. I kill everybody. I killed everybody. <laughs> I just because the pre-level cutscene would be like, hey, go in and ask about this, and you'd murder four. 40,000 people and then you just get chewed out by your it's fucking like a, it's boss like, every It's like a restaurant and you're <laughs> yeah, just and murdering right. people. Sliding on rails. And then he <laughs> comes out and I think the first thing that came to my mind was I kill everybody. <laughs> but no, you didn't need to do that. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh my god! I love him just sliding really, down the railing. It does live rent free in my. You're riding on carts. You like would jump on like a cart yeah. and slide across the. What room. a great game! It's awesome. And no, it's, it's like, up there with uh, with psyops. Yeah, it's just just raw fun in, in the uh, in the like midway that. hall of fame. Mm -hmm. And uh, just over the horizon was uh, Blitz the League Two. Um, <laughs> uh, call up the hookers. As I said, um, and uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. Uh, yeah. The entry that paved oh. the way for nine and what was to come. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, I guess more NBA ballers if you were into that. But uh, did you guys <laughs> play through, like, the uh, the campaign, like, the story for Mortal Kombat versus DC yes. Universe? Because it's yeah. wild. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. So, it's yeah. so weird seeing you know, these two, like, you know characters. What? I just never like, even touched it. Or these two worlds. Like, oh, yeah, I beat it. It's funny. You, yeah. you should, yeah. you should yeah. look at it. And I, I mean, long since pulled from, like, yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I think those, uh, those licensing. Yeah, that's yeah. expired. Well, but, but I don't know. Like, it's, I mean, I don't want to cut you off, yeah. but the people who own DC yeah. would later well, then, go on to own Mortal Kombat. But Warner so, Brothers, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was going to say that. Why does this feel full circle in a mm -hmm. weird way? It, it does. <laughs> yeah, but that game paved the way for both MK9 and Injustice One. Yeah, which then paved the way for like the rest with of it. without Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, which was codenamed Mortal Kombat Eight. There mm -hmm. and if there wouldn't have been a you know the 2011 like um, uh, remake the or reboot the, the MK9. Sometimes it's referred to as but. Um, so uh, less was going to be more was their uh, their newest philosophy, though. Um, except then uh, CEO David Zucker, uh, not the filmmaker, resigned in March of 2008. And uh, this a mere weeks after he was quoted in an interview discussing UT3 and how it was gearing to be an amazing year for him. Uh, also, he was the third executive to quit the company in just three months. So, you know, mm. sort of telling. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. that's a sign of something. <laughs> that's what happened to, um, what do you call it, I... Uh, I think it was with Cyber Dreams, the uh, the people who did, uh, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like towards the end, towards the end, they had some executives leaving, and it's like that's usually not a great sign for your company when no. the executives are quitting. <laughs> that's the writing's on the wall there, yeah. but uh, uh, then uh, taking over for Zucker was uh, senior vice president, uh, the Matt Booty. Um, and uh, regardless of a uh, couple of minor victories here and there with releases, that summer would see the shuttering of both their Los Angeles and Austin studios in order to trim costs. This uh, left them with four facilities, uh, Newcastle, San Diego, Seattle, and of course, uh, the Chicago headquarters as, uh, you know, uh, titles, uh, or I guess this was when Blitz 2, it was Blitz the League, this is Blitz 2, and uh, TNA Impact barely squeaked out of those other offices in time. Um, by November of 08, 
Midway reported that its current um, resources, quote, may not be adequate to fund working capital requirements and that it would uh, need to initiate cost-cutting measures to seek additional li- uh, uh, liquidity sources. You just need, so, like, a subtitle under good. there that just says, hey, we can't pay you. We're broke. It's gone, dude. What, what do you want from us? We drank that shit, dog. You were they, what was <laughs> were these? Operating capital? Was that it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that essentially means, like, we don't have payroll money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening to Boston Market right now. No, not Boston Market. Oh, no. But think of the mac and cheese. On the 20th that same month, they stated that they were going to evaluate alternatives and pursue, um, uh, you know, other avenues. But uh, then the next day, uh, they had received a um, a New York Stock Exchange notice of them being uh, delisted. Wow, that's um, impressive. This this after the price fell below a dollar. Yeah. Um, you know, there are a lot of stocks below a dollar. They, uh, they must have really hated oh, well. those guys. <laughs> and the national economic housing collapse only exacerbated their uh, worsening yeah. condition. I'm curious if they lasted longer than FaZe Clan is currently lasting. FaZe Clan went- Publicly yeah. traded? Yes. They yeah. lasted what? longer. Phase did? No, Midway okay, did. Okay, thank God. <laughs> they IPO'd, Imagine that. They IPO'd a couple years before this. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, imagine your, so your flame flickers uh, out faster than phase. Phase up. <laughs> that's, what, that's what happens when you like... That that know. company literally the, has children. They hired it. the chick from Stranger Things and then like abused, emotionally abused her. Or whatever. Oh right, yeah. Like, isn't didn't she say like she like she's like leaving acting altogether? I think or, I don't know if she's uh, leaving acting. Oh maybe, yeah, maybe no, yeah. I know exactly I know. what you're saying. She, I think she's discussed it on stream before I read about it, but um, and uh, from one scummy uh, uh, industry to another, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so they had uh, met their maker. Uh, MK vs. DC was the final game to sport their historic logo, launching just days prior on the 16th. Wait, Whether, wait which game? Uh, Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe. Wow, that was so, Kind of a, a ceremonious way to go out. You know, it's a good way to go out, yeah. Um, whether or not it even succeeded was, like, irrelevant at this point. December 2nd, Redstone sold um, his uh, majority stake to a man named uh, Mike Thomas, a uh, private investor, and under his company, MT acquisition holdings llc uh it said that he paid around uh a hundred thousand bucks for him uh equating to 0.0012 per share are you serious right now a hundred thousand dollars yeah that's all (laughs) yeah dirt cheap he made out honestly, except the the uh, seventy million in debt he inherited with it. Oh, never mind. That yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you sold the there entire yeah. the entire company for probably less than some of those people's salaries that were working there. Hundred k is like, what? and it's like, oh, 70 million in debt. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. And National Amusements wasn't thrilled with the transaction, but uh, like, but permitted it to benefit from their uh, tax losses. I'd go up to him and be like, I'll buy you a cheeseburger and we'll do a handshake. <laughs> Yeah, that's the best I best I got. Yeah, <laughs> throwing a ham sandwich and we'll do it. No, he's just like he's just like you know what? When he sold it, he's just like you know what? I bet this I bet this uh this cold investment guy he'll write the ship midway ship. He'll get it all together. Yeah, upgrade that handshake to a high five and you got a deal. There you go. Uh, it then became apparent to Thomas that Midway might default on uh, the two hundred and forty million of their their own debt. Uh, the previous debt was just redstones. Um, though, <laughs> yeah, the supposedly that sale of a his stock caused clauses in two bonding issues signed, uh, designed to allow shareholders to demand full repayment if they choose. Ooh. So, oops. Did they always choose? read the fine print? But... Did, did they choose? <laughs> well, uh, so this deal then eliminated the publisher's ability to take advantage of, um, the, uh, accumulated net loss, uh, 
the operating losses and separate uh, assets um, potentially worth more than $700 million. This fuck-up led to Midway Games and its subsidiaries to formally declare Chapter 11 bankruptcy on February 12, 2009. Um, a representative then spoke on the status, quote, We felt this was a logical next step for our organization, considering the change in control triggered the uh, acceleration of the repayment options. We're looking to reorganize and come out on the other side stronger, end quote. Sure. Yeah, good <laughs> um, luck. I think we all know uh, this next bit that happened. Uh, on May 21st, a takeover bid from Warner Brothers Interactive was placed. Uh, it checked out since they were already a collaborative partner. It was valued at approximately $33 million and gave them a bulk of what was left of Midway, including their building staff and copyrights to Mortal Kombat, as well as the internally developed The Wheelman that was finishing completion. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. That, that the Wheelman. Mm -hmm. Unforgettable Vin Diesel. The game was dumb. A uh, vehicle? No. Wait a second. And, it, and the only reason that it got distribution at all was a co-publishing deal with Ubisoft. Because yes. at this point, they was manufacturing that, was not was on the that table where you, for them. you could <laughs> jump from car to car? Yeah, yeah it was like Pursuit <laughs> oh, Force. Oh, like, my God. When you were bringing up all these old B games, <laughs> the, the game that popped into my mind was like, I saw you play it once, and it was... <laughs> yeah. it was like it was farcical. I mean, it is. I That's a good way to describe it. Yeah. yeah. And I remember just it's a vaudeville act of car that, chases. Something that lives rent free in my mind, as you mentioned, is I remember there's just a woman who's driving with you in the tutorial missions who's yes, like very yeah. yeah, very Spanish. And she says something like a line that's like muy sexo fantastico. And I'm like <laughs> and I'm like I remember pointing out to you, I'm like, I'm like Randy, I don't think that's real Spanish. <laughs> that's so crazy. <laughs> Listen. I, st I still remember how awful I remember laughing out loud when I heard that because I'm just like one of the things I remember about that game, other than like the animation of jumping to car to car was so bad, it looked like a character model just like like an you as you as a kid playing with action figures just picked yeah, up. Yeah. Just picked up a, yeah, and that's like, like how it was like and I think it was like ragdoll because I remember if you blew up cop cars, they didn't want to show you hurting police officers. So the cop car like the any any police like vehicle would explode and then people would just ragdoll out of it but then get back up and just start walking yeah, around. Yeah. Because I think it was also a third-person shooter, wasn't it? Like, oh, you could get out of the car. I don't remember. <laughs> I thought you I don't were... know. <laughs> Listen, no. I'm the wheel man, and don't forget it. <laughs> I live my life. What? What? <laughs> oh, I can't say that? Copyright. <laughs> okay. Boy, fantastico, what? baby. <laughs> When's this check clear? Because I, yeah. I, I think uh, the other thing about it was that... Um, uh, oh, gosh. I the, Sorry, I'm, I'm just trying to, like, trace back now... The, the uh the visual like the filter of the game looked really yellow yeah like just yep. oh dude the color it, it, oh it. dude it had dude it had the um what do you call it the the late two thousands uh the uh, Vaseline sheen no no like the, dude the late two thousands realism filter everything's oh, brown yeah. yeah I was gonna say I thought you were gonna say it had jaundice uh. <laughs> it probably also had that too yeah it did have jaundice and it was because of Midway's kidney failure. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> so yes, that that Very offer poetic analogy yeah. really. <laughs> that offer um didn't come packaged uh like with Ubisoft uh, with any assets from the studios in San Diego and Newcastle. Uh TNA sat on the table. Uh elsewhere plans for them to distribute the upcoming Torchlight and Leisure Suit Larry game were hastily nixed. Um I doubt that would have solved oh, it. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> um a week later, Midway stated that uh, uh, it would accept further proposals up to June 24th that season, just in case anybody wished to challenge uh, WB. Um, an auction was then ran immediately after, and no other bids occurred, thus canceling the hearing. Damn. Um, think we can still get TNA flicks? <laughs> I don't think... 
<laughs> TNA the wrestling. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> They're still interested? No. Cheeseburger? High five? <laughs> TNA get absorbed into Probably. AEW? I, I can't talk Everything about just... Everything yeah, just is becomes a big capitalism puddle. is just the giant amorphous blob that just sucks everything <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. July first, the sale to Warner Brothers was approved. Um Mortal Kombat was theirs, along with the less valuable IP. Uh also uh Threshold Entertainment, a film group that worked in special effects and produced such bangers such as uh the 90s Mortal Kombat movies, which we will we will get to. And uh, Food Fight, the children's animated Charlie Sheen monstrosity that oh, got buried yeah, for several dude. years before inflicting its painful presence on us in 2012. You know what? So. But it did. Someone... As of, like, buying Midway gave them that. You know what's crazy? <laughs> is like, the one thing I have to say is someone someone uh, did a, a cut of all of um, Chris, of course, and Doc Brown, uh, the actor. Christopher Lloyd? Christopher oh, Lloyd. yeah, he's in that. A and bunch he, of people. And it's just like, you listen, it's like, it sounds like he's the only person putting any effort into it. Like, I was like, this seems actually Who's like... A, that movie's creepy. Oh, and, yeah. and it's also, I mean, just the look of it, but but all the but also the funny thing, you mentioned capitalism. Isn't that the whole messaging of that movie is that capitalism is good? Like, it's all about the name brand foods. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Like the generic foods are taken over and the name brand foods have to fight After, back. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's insane. Uh, July 8th, the Dying Midway disclosed that it was intending uh, to, uh, I guess, the say goodbye to the San Diego office. That was until another hot-button subject, THQ, just jumped right in there to, well, not save, but I guess prolong the inevitable. Uh, they spent uh, 740000 in the process and uh, extinguishing any obligations with it. But, I, I mean, THQ only lasted... Like two more years? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think, did they make it to 2013? They I made it, go to, listen to, they made it to 2012. I know, because yeah. Because that's when Saints Row 3 came out, and that was yes. still THQ. No, see, Saints Row 3 was 2012. It was the same year as Skyrim. No, 2011. 2011. Yeah, 2011, yeah, 2011, you're right. Yeah, November. No, um, I think they didn't make it to 2012. Okay. I I couldn't remember. It's like, well, go back and listen to the episode. Yeah, we yeah. have an episode on THQ. Yeah, yeah. Um, two days after, on the 10th, a settlement with Mark Thomas was reached, uh, one that forced Midway to pay him and his affiliates 4.7 mil, uh, this in complete satisfaction of their debt. It also granted him uh, to the publisher's creditors committee a, quote, irrecable proxy to vote his controlled shares of common stock and forever relinquish his position to vote or dispose of said shares. Damn. Ouch. 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 Uh, the One move- rubber check for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Uh, the move reduced his claims by 93%, and our buddies at Midway were able to run as a debtor in possession. Sorry, this got confusing. Basically, it was an exchange for what was owed for the right to manage themselves. Um, okay. But anywho, uh, the, Warner, the Warner pitch went through, totaling at $49 million with the conglomerate assuming uh, any liabilities, which then led to payments under Midway's key employee incentive plan of $2.4 million to company execs. Um, more notably, the Chicago studio soon became a vital backbone of WB's game division as NetherRealm, which is yeah. an awesome name, by the way. Yeah. Uh, they obviously went on to make their uh, pride and joy Mortal Kombat the best it's ever been while oh, taking yeah. pauses in between to make the Injustice series of uh, fighters. Which I think, you know, now that you, since you mentioned, uh, what do you call it, Mortal Kombat versus DC... Or, uh, my you think very, they'll ever do that again? My very first thought was, I'm like, this feels like a prototype injustice here. Yeah, like, like a yeah, prototype. Yeah. yeah, and it's like that's injustice. To, uh, people love injustice. They do. Yeah, yeah. Um, July 14th. Uh, short time on here. 
Midway announced its closure of the Newcastle branch and termination of its 75 crew members. Sad as they were the last remaining bastion of the creative side of the brand. Mm. Um, the following month in August, their overseas subs in France and Germany were pawned off again to holdings companies. Uh, Spies Media UG and F plus F Publishing GmbH, respectively. So GmbH mm-hmm. is the German version of Incorporated. Yeah, it's like. Uh, oh, so, and what was the first part of it? Stupid. F plus F Publishing. F plus F Publishing GmbH. No, what was the first company? Oh, name? Spies Media UG. Is UG another? Yeah, UG is another one. Okay. Okay. I think okay. they're both German. That's yep. That's sorry. I read the. the, um, The former then bought the uh, London arm that same day. Uh, These European sales resulted in cash proceeds of 1.7 million and the eradication of related intercompany issues. By September, the home base in Chicago was put um, and uh, was gone. And along with more firings, luckily much of the talent was picked up by Warner Brothers. So that's good. Early that October, Midway Home Entertainment and Midway Studios sold the uh, intellectual property scraps for 100k to South Peak Games, distributors of mostly licensed tie-ins, but were slowly becoming uh, their own with State of Emergency 2, Two Worlds, Legendary, Hail to the Chimp, Velvet Assassin, Raven Squad, Section 8, and Trine. But uh, boy, a lot of that is real crap. <laughs> it's just the names, though. One of them is called Section 8, okay? Yeah. Is it like... Is you it like, see, you pointed that one out and not Hail to the Chimp? Which was a Simpsons joke? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was, yeah, wasn't Hail it? Hail to the Chimp was made by the Stubbs of Zombie people. Was it? Uh, but also, it's like, I just tracks. think of Section 8 housing. So what is it? It's like you're role-playing someone who has to live No, in, Section in, 8 has nothing to do with Section 8 housing. <laughs> <laughs> I've played That's Section not- 8. <laughs> I, my brain went the same place, but no. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a, I think it's just a shooter. Or something. Uh, so you're still talking about the housing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Raven Squad is. Oh, yeah. Legendary is the. You, Legendary the box. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Concrete Jungle baby. Yeah. It's, it used to. It, uh, it, when I was announced, it was called Legendary the Box because it was about Pandora's box. But the, was it the movie The Box that came out that they had to change that? Or that came out, I, I think, I when I was in college, and I never saw it, but I was always curious about it. It's got awful. It's bad. It's um, bad, huh? And trying. I mean, not for nothing. Trine, Trine oh, yeah, no, Five Trine, just you, came out. Yeah, yeah no, actually, it's true. Trine, I think, is like that's a, a an exception to the Trine. Games. Trine has a, a yeah. A a big state of emergency like. two is 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 bad, and I, I still I, I still think it's crazy that Two Worlds is getting a like a a reboot or something, isn't they it? They made a Two Worlds two. They did make a Two Worlds two, which is probably the most annoyingly named yeah video game. Ever. Now this one's gonna obviously be Two Worlds. Two, two. Was there a three? And the all ballerinas? They should have called it Three <laughs> Worlds. <laughs> second Life. Two <laughs> Worlds, two, Second Life. Uh, so, wait, I did, maybe that got canceled. I don't, I thought there was talk of a Two Worlds, three, or there Two was, Worlds reboot. Uh, I, I don't know if I got canceled. I think they just kind of said it and then never said anything. <laughs> said it and smart. forget it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was, uh, that was it, essentially. The, the properties of Worth have all been rehomed or disposed of. Uh, or were they? Because uh, I can hear you. I can hear you three now. This is so sorted. But uh, what would the show be without more lawsuits? Oh, Woo, let's do it. Dude, this, I, I'm going to learn. This will be quick. I'm going to learn corporate law through this, <laughs> like talking about this stuff in the podcast. It's just like like every episode is just either it's either a bunch of criminals or a bunch of lawsuits. Yes, no, yeah. Matt, you're yeah, but, here. 
for the financial stuff. Oh, thank yeah. you. Your you brother. Know, yeah, we gotta get Chris. Your in brother really. is the law guy. The law guy. <laughs> okay. it, He's the honest, only one willing to read court documents. <laughs> it sounds a lot like the rules to whose line is it anyway? And, you know, <laughs> that did, yeah, no, that well, the points uh, are made up. It doesn't matter. Well, nothing matters. I forget what how it goes. <laughs> yeah, the points are made up and they don't matter. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, there was a suit against their former uh, officers that shareholders had been misled when they sold their own stock. Uh, the judge, however, ruled in favor of the bigwigs dismissing the claim as the holders had, quote, not said or did anything more than publicly adopt a hopeful posture that its strategic plans would pay off. Uh, you know. Yeah, it's not, li- it's not lying if no, you believe I, it, yeah, too. Here's my legal translation. They're full of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that one's thrown out. Yeah. Um, in January 2010, Midway creditors accused Sumner Red- uh, Redstone, Sherry Redstone, and their directors of fraud and breach of duty. Uh, this in response to the loans and subsequent sale of his uh, heavy majority stake to Mark Thomas, which increased the gaming publisher's net debt and wiped their operating and tax losses. Uh, except this too was dismissed when a different judge wrote that, despite it not being an endorsement of any of the defendant's actions, they did, quote, oversee the ruin of a once successful company only to hide behind um, the protective skirt of Delaware law, which the court is bound to apply. Um, so, the, so I'd seen the Delaware thing came back. Yeah. But yeah, you know, sucks. Bet, they were, they were more or less like, uh, yes, we know, but there's nothing you can legally do about it. You know what? I bet. How much do you think Sherry now regrets being on the, like the receiving end of all those shares? She's probably just like, man, I'm like, I'm, uh, I'm like taking the back door into riches. And then she's then like a law, <laughs> one lawsuit later. It's just like, Hey, you're the primary shareholder. You're liable <laughs> now. She's like, fuck. fuck. <laughs> she is the I just look it up. Mm-hmm. She is the chair of the board for the reuniting of CBS and Viacom, known today as Paramount Global. Well, on to bigger and brighter. <laughs> <laughs> so this, now, when we do an episode about, oh, we don't do media, but when Paramount Plus fails, our name will come up again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. great. Didn't slow her down Man, one bit. Man, that's just like, mm-hmm. god dang. It's How many like, chances you get? Talk about, this is like, talk about injustice. It's like, yeah, she ran a successful company in the ground, or at least was partly responsible for it. It's like, yeah. well, what's her reward? She's even richer. Well, than right, yeah, let's yeah, run another one. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, and she's running a different company. It's can, probably just as rich. Too big yeah, her, her dad, who put her in place after being replaced at CBS yeah. by Les Moonves, yeah. then got his power back and replaced Les Moonves with his daughter after oh she <laughs> tanked Midway. <laughs> Oh Man, my being God. rich rules. Oh God, dude, you don't have like, any responsibility. No, yes, no. Yeah. There's zero accountability yeah, at that's, all. That's, a, that's yeah. the word I was looking for, yeah. accountability. Yeah. 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 A month later in February, Midway uh, filed its proposed uh, plan of liquidation with the bankruptcy court. As per the document, those in-house claims would be removed and a partial recovery could be uh, pursued by the unsecured creditors who held $155 million in them fees to the extent of 16.5% and the subsidiaries who held... Um, thirty-six point seven million as well. Uh, any settlement found under the lawsuit on National Amusements was to be paid to the two groups to in the same ratio, while holders of the secured and priority claims were to be reimbursed in full. Uh, NA couldn't see any assistance uh, through its uh, sub-oriented loan agreement, and equity holders wouldn't receive squat. So okay, can we? So did did the people? Did the debtors of these people? Do they ever see a dime? Of probably not. They tried. I'm sure they tried. I I mean, there might have been like a settlement out of. Uh, oh, okay, no, no. This, okay, I got some of that. I got some of that. Uh, so, um, 
On May 21st, the proposal was approved. Midway needed to share 25.5 mil with the unsecured creditors and 9.2 mil with the uh, subsidiaries. Okay. A trust was then installed, administered by Butchwald Capital Advisors, LLC, to ensure any remaining rights from their estate was effectively given. Yeah, okay. Uh, During June of uh, 2010, the gaming giant that once was submitted a Form 15 with the SEC that killed public registration of its securities, meaning the outstanding charges against National Amusements and the Redstone family were finally over. Wow. Going forward, that investor group trustee went on to file 57 instances of avoidance and sought to recover nearly $3 million in transfers made by Midway to its creditors prior to the bankruptcy declaration. <laughs> Damn, they're kicking the change out of their pockets while yeah. they're already on the ground. <laughs> well, well, here's, well, welcome here. to the American economy. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it's like, dude, it's like, it's like all these people that, that Midway owed a ton of money to. It's basically like, it's like, once they realized that, like, the corpse wasn't even cold before the vultures swooped in and were just <laughs> yeah. like, yo, what can we pick out of this that's worth even even just a smattering of money? Like, I like just dust, and it's like, that's it. It's like, it's just, when you owe someone money like that, How much it's more like, blood can you squeeze from the That's stone, it, right? yeah. It's like, dude, it's like when, when you're owed a lot of money like that, and it's like, it's there's no money to be had, it's like, you really just start peeling apart the company and just taking whatever, pretty much anything nailed, not nailed down, you just yeah. say it's You're pulling now. the copper wire out you're of the wall. You're pulling the copper wire out of the wall. So yeah, it's <laughs> mm-hmm. like, just, dude, it's just vultures at a corpse. Just <laughs> take whatever you can get. And uh, so, March 2011, everything was dismissed, along with the proceeding by Threshold Entertainment and any and all of the Cruising USA guys loaned some assets and the publisher and name it, and name itself were officially dissolved shortly thereafter. Um, the final... Final nail in the coffin uh, had been struck. Uh, at least THQ had a clean ride ahead of them. <laughs> so. Smooth sailing. <laughs> that wow. judge's gavel came down and that was hitting the nail. That, okay, so that ending right there was so... Or I guess I shouldn't call them the Cruising USA guys since Nintendo uh, held, you know, still owns that. But That ending was so... guys. It was so much bloodier than I would have expected. Like, it's like there's a lot of companies that just file for, file for bankruptcy, get, you know, their their IPs get bought out, but it was like, no, that was bloodthirsty. Yeah, yeah. That was... That was they which were, I apologize for having to end it with that stuff there, which is, which is why I went to go around the room and ask the expected question. Uh, which single Midway release or series meant the most to each of you? And Ooh. Hardball, excluding Mortal Kombat. You know what? I was going to say, we got to take out Mortal Kombat because yeah. that's, that's a solid I think one. that's too obvious. Uh, I mean, you... So, one, going through this reminded me, first of all, just, like, how many great B-games and third-party titles yeah. they contributed to the industry, which I think, as we've discussed now, is sorely missing from the industry. I like it's like as much as mm-hmm. like I miss oh, these. Oh yeah, no, for I, sure. I think we all miss. That's why these we're things. hoping for the return of that with like the rise of Game Pass. Yes, or and it's like we'll it's see. like I think we all miss we miss the third party studio they contributed. It's like and it's like there's like there's a couple of titles in there that I was just like I love that game. Probably for me, um, the two that you pulled out. Actually, I'm gonna do go for three. Okay. Uh, the you know Gauntlet Dark Legacy. Good choice. Absolutely yeah. love uh, Army Men, Sergeant Heroes right. was great, and and Rampage World Tour was yeah. like, dude, I loved those yeah. games. No, those are like, just like I have so much I, love for I those games. I think for me, running th- the uh, one that re- just really sticks, I, I might say Stranglehold. Like, and on top of those <laughs> classics, but there's something about dude, the charm and not the, the memories I have. Not Psyops. I love Psyops. Yeah, I and I could return to both of those games and have fun pretty yeah. much instantly, but. I mean, I know, like, like you know, to run through, like, you know, there's, there's, um, you know, just to 
for you guys to have a more like, you know, there's the NBA jam and NFL blitz. There's the, you know, like all the, oh, I don't man, need I you to run through it. Yeah. I got three as well. Since Matt got three. All right. There you go. I'm going to say psyops, the mind gate conspiracy. Okay. And awesome. NHL hits pro. Okay. And NBA ballers. <laughs> ballers. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I've had such a limited experience with midway games as a whole. Yeah. Like NBA ballers. Hey, you played seven sorrows. Well, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting to it. Uh, I got uh, NBA ballers. I experienced at uh, like um, a family friend's house. Yeah. They just had a GameCube in the basement. I was sure. like, that game is dope. <laughs> and then like arcades, you know, like I was saying, like Blitz and... Uh, you know, Carnival. Yeah, well, no, not Carnival. <laughs> I stayed away from that. It was lame, <laughs> wussy button. Um, it's like and, it's a very edge lord. You know like, what? And Marilyn Manson. What really sucks is being however old I was, and then getting Gauntlet Seven Sorrows, and it all detracts from <laughs> all of the, you know, uh, l- little. You know, little bites of Midway that I've had over the years. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, dead and buried. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. It, yeah, this is tough for me. I, I, I don't think I could, like, Stranglehold I, I, is, a, is a big one for me. But, like, when I really, like, flashback to my childhood, like, Rampage World Tour and Gauntlet. Oh, and Gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah, right, like, yeah. I just, like. I will also throw in an honorable mention, uh, Cruising USA for what it was. Yeah. When you played it with a friend, it was just good, kind of, sh- it was kind of schlocky fun, I would say. And I, yeah, Spy Hunter. Yeah. My last shout out is going to be Roadkill. I think more people should. Roadkill. Yeah, and I specifically say Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. <laughs> I almost was gonna say that that's the like oddball one that you could like. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> and and science, of course, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh man. Um. So. Oh, all right. Follow up between acclaimed THQ and Midway. Who do you feel THQ reigns supreme? THQ. Yeah, okay. THQ. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's not really. No, like, yeah, you can't, the, yeah. the 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 triple threat of Red Faction, Saints Row, and Darksiders. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, they. Uh, Plus, bunch of square pants battle for bikini bottom. Can't forget that. <laughs> right. THQ was. Uh, yeah. They didn't release as much as Midway. Clearly, Midway clearly had kind of a churn going on a little bit, especially yeah. towards the end. But I, I think like, Acclaim was probably the most mill out of. Out of all of them, you know, like oh yeah, yeah, for sure. In, in terms of the, the uh, hey, this cartoon's popular. Let's get out. Like yeah, it, it is to, weird though because we get something onto the into blockbuster. I guess the proposed question is kind of analogous to like what which one would you bring back? Mm. But THQ and Midway, and they live uh, on. They live even, on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Embracer is just. THQ if somebody gave it a shit ton of steroids and <laughs> Warner Brothers is just like uh, Bugs Bunny puppeting the corpse of Midway. <laughs> <laughs> so like I don't know. Man, that was a missed I opportunity for uh, that was a missed opportunity for the uh, new MK trilogy just throwing some fucking throwing a Looney Tunes character. I made multiverses. Yeah. I still think it would have been better if I, could, <laughs> dude, if I could play as Yosemite Sam that, and shoot off somebody's face in Mortal Kombat. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That, what's the deal with multiverses? <laughs> it's coming out soon. It already next came year, out. Next year, no. Out. Listen, I, there's I, several, I, how many I, times I, can I we brain. say TBD before <laughs> you get it? It's coming out next year. There's already there's already several universes it. where it already has. You, s- you schedule it for the fourth quarter, and then you you played a back. beta. 
They didn't call it a beta. It's coming out next year. <laughs> TBD. <sighs> so that's uh, that's the rise and fall of Midway. Uh, they may be dust in the wind now, but uh, the imprint they left in the industry is just it's an, just inarguably so important. Um, so good night, sweet princess. May your legacy uh, carry on, and may nothing bad happen to Rether- Netherrealm, please. Because <laughs> I know Warner Brothers, like, aren't they kind of... Didn't they want out? Wasn't that the rumor of making games? or Warner or Brothers yeah. does not have a lot of money. Uh, they recently got purchased <laughs> by Discovery. Right, yeah, 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 that whole fucking... And that was why they wanted out. But mm-hmm. it turns out that how much you want to bet Mortal Kombat 1 makes yeah. more money... <laughs> Than any movie that uh, yeah Warner Brothers that Warner Brothers done has like, done this yeah, year. Yeah. Warner Brothers. Oh, that's not true. Warner Brothers uh, was responsible oh, for Barbie. Barbie. I forgot. Also, yeah, so. damn. They also, got, how could yeah. they? Barbie in one hand and Mortal Kombat in the other. <laughs> yeah. Time to fuse those oh, yeah, dude, uh, worlds. Dude, that's that's the need, two halves of my brain. Oh my right god, there. dude. We need a Barbie combat for sure. All. No dude, more. Actually, all the characters are just the different models of Barbie yeah, that fuck have come Homelander. Out. Put Ken in <laughs> MK1. Yeah. Well, like when you cut him in half, it's just plastic. Plastic. Yeah. <laughs> so let's subvert yeah, the yeah, SRB. I would be fine with it. Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, special thanks, as always, to uh, all of you and to the listeners. Um, additional appreciation to my sources uh, Moby Games, Game of Sutra, or is it Gamma Sutra? Uh, Gamma Sutra. Uh, uh, Gameindustry.biz, IGN, Business Week, The Chicago Sun Times, and uh, Chicago Tribune, Billboard Magazine, Digital Media Wire, Digital Trends, Kotaku, The LA Times. Gamer Daily News, GameSpot, Bloomberg, uh, JonesAndAssociates.com, Joystick, PC Gamer, and of course, Archive.org. <laughs> uh, and uh, and Wiki. But, um, uh, Austin, let's do plugs. Okay. <laughs> wow. Thank you for listening. Uh, there's a, there were, We mentioned a bunch. We did. Like 15 episodes. Yeah. Go check all those out and more. Podbuttoncast.com. Also, all the podcast services. Uh, and if you want to follow us on social media for information on upcoming episodes and stuff like that, you can follow us at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Hot Button Cast. Oh, what uh, song are you going to close us out with? I was thinking about that yeah, when you what, were talking. What, what, what track defines Midway? Uh, Maybe the main menu, Cruising USA? Yeah, song. that's what I was yeah. thinking. <laughs> I was thinking the Mortal Kombat song. No, we got to save that for when we do the Mortal Kombat movie. That's true. Yeah, we can't blow that wad necessarily. In. I don't know. I mean, whatever it is, you're all listening to it now. Like They can hear it, so... <laughs> oh, I know. Do you? I'm going to use the NBA Ballers theme. Because <laughs> it was an original rap song written for NBA Ballers, oh, and it's stuck. it gets stuck in my head every once in a while to this day. So, yeah, Well, Cruising gets the, uh, the, the, the opening song. Yeah, we'll do a Cruising USA opening and NBA Ballers <laughs> closing. All right. Good, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Good luck. And when you go to the rack, make sure you bring nothing but true players. All of the top guys, the one that brought you arch rivals, gave you a new vibe. I know you was a fan of NBA Jam. He's on fire with the mics in his hand. We took it to the concrete instead of the hard pine. With titles like Hang Time, even the Showtime. And I'm supernatural. You can ball with me, so let's ball and see who can be the MVP. Hey.